Hello, Chico. Hello, Adam. <laughs> Were you delay. muted? Yes, I was, and then I couldn't get into my phone. <laughs> ah, tricky. <laughs> Should we start over? Out. Well, let's start over. Let's start over. Hello, Chico. Hello, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> How are you today? Mm, not bad. You know what was interesting was when I played that song through my microphone, I could only hear it through one side of my headphones. Huh. 
Yeah, I don't understand because now I hear it. I think I hear everything through both sides. I can't tell. Anyway. Interesting. Maybe when you play it's bizarre. I was going to say maybe it picks the sand to the right or left like it's... Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Actually, it doesn't make any sense at all. So how was your day? My day was good. I love this weather. Um, so I felt like I was windows and doors open so it was like super breezy in here and at one point the windows were just like shutting by themselves um i love mm -hmm. when the weather's like that and then i sat on the balcony and read bunch um and yeah discovered some fun stuff i was going through my little basket with which has all my notebooks of like all my poetry and this and that mm -hmm. and my god i've written so many notebooks like notebooks over the years so i looked at one it was like from 1987 to 1996 i had stuff written and it just took me two years ago and i like had no recollection of some of the stuff or it's more like feeling based. So I have recollection of incidents, but the feelings I did not recall that way. And then I went through like uh, mid 2000s to 2010. It was so interesting. Do you do that? Do you journal a lot these days? I used to do that also. Uh -huh. And then, like you said, they started to pile up and I felt like, when the hell am I? I have boxes. <laughs> Of these things, and I just move them from one apartment to another. <laughs> and I'm sort of, I sort of discouraged the last, you know, several <laughs> years or so, where I'm like, well, what's the point? I don't know. I mean, I guess it's good in the moment, maybe not as something to look back to or to look back on, but that's to get your thoughts out in the present. Yeah, that's how I usually like look at it. It's more a tool for me. Like I write because it's. Uh, makes me sort of process things and then like if I look back at it in a couple days like I might look at it slightly differently or it's like when you word things that you're feeling mm -hmm. that you also have realizations um, so I like that aspect and I don't usually go back so much and it's not a lot of journaling for me it's a lot of poetry hmm. um, uh, but I do have journaling parts too when I'm like going through some stuff and it was very interesting. Like I would think the same as you and am I going to ever go back to reading this? But it was very interesting to see. Oh, I don't at all recall feeling like that. Interesting. Like, Yeah, I um, agree. Like putting words, putting thoughts into words helps clarify what's going on in our head because thoughts move so fast mm, yeah and they seem to make sense but then when we need to articulate them or write them out uh, we have to actualize it in some way and yeah then it and gets more do like you the, do it hmm? sorry go ahead no i was just gonna say when we developed the technology of information so many years ago um, it changed our species forever because we could 
sort of quantify our thoughts and put them into record. And up until that time, humans just, you know, existed. So it's very well, interesting also, to think about. Yeah, it is. Do you also write, like I also tend to write when I'm upset with someone, for example, or with how I'm in some situation, uh, instead of like reacting and no, I edge. If, if you if um, you spill it out, scars that into moment, my back when I'm angry at people. <laughs> <laughs> no, sometimes though, if you like try to talk about it, right? And it's like what you spit out is not necessarily how you feel about it because you haven't really processed how you feel about it. Um, and so I think it like brings in some cont to write it down. Uh, I, I find that that helps me sometimes figure out how I actually am feeling as well. Yeah, it's good to work through emotions like that because it's very easy to feel something but not necessarily rationalize it or understand it. Yeah. And then when you have to write it out or even speak about it, it sort of brings it into like a more rational space. So then you can yeah, kind of that's uh, why be more calm later. Like mm -hmm. having referees are good, right? Sometimes, or mediators. For example, mediators, because like they are free of the emotions. So they're just listening to and like, have the I lost you there. Can you hear me? It's been coming in and out. I'm listening through the Podbean app, and I'm losing you from time to time. But I don't know if much we can do about it. Hello? Are you writing angry thoughts about me right now, Chico? Hello? Uh oh, she must be upset. She's writing angry thoughts while she tries to prepare herself to speak again. And she left me all alone and vulnerable here. Is there anybody out there? Chico. Well, hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us this week. Hello, Potato. Hello, Chris. Jen. Peppa. Sharon. Scotty. Audrey, Pooja, I should say. Oh, Chico's calling back. I'm really good at filling dead air, aren't I? <laughs> it's completely made me lose you. Weird. It felt like that's, the app collapsed. That's interesting, right when I brought that up, that it happened. Yeah. Well, I sw I turned off from the app to something else to try to figure out the problem. Mm. So I guess that's why. I was just saying how you might be writing out your thoughts to <laughs> you're angry at me at that moment. <laughs> but no, but I agree. And my another new tactic of mine um, is just to not react. You know, especially with everything happening nowadays through social media, it's easy to react very quickly. But it's better just to take a pause. Yeah. Click the old unfriend button or <laughs> just whatever. I mean, there's, you know, every day we get these lists of birthdays on Facebook. And uh -huh. I swear for every 15 of those birthdays, I probably know one of those people. 
I'm like, <laughs> what the hell are we collecting these people for on this <laughs> platform anymore? Uh, and then they go and they post some dumbass shit and then it just infuriates your morning and it's like, why am I wasting my goddamn time? I don't want to <laughs> live in a bubble necessarily, but I also don't want to like always choose to go to a place where I don't like the people there. You know, it's like mm -hmm. high school. <laughs> yeah, I'm really good at ignoring that stuff, like yeah, being yeah. aware of it, but ignoring it so that I don't get pulled into it. And I know I'm a pretty like a provocateur, so I can sometimes you know wade yeah. in those waters but like you said it's i'm learning my own tactics to stay away yeah um so do you want to tell the story about last uh wednesday I, well, I thought we'd talk about that between peppa and sharna so that we take a little musical break then oh i see mm. no because peppa Tactical. is here with us and like uh, in a few minutes, we can invite her. Actually, mm -hmm. be prompt for once. We'll need we'll need Marcelo. I'll do. I could do my best to translate, but I don't know if I'd get <laughs> yeah, the nuances. Yeah, Marcelo is supposed to be here in a little bit. I'll send him a note. Did you hear about what happened today? Hello. Well, isn't that awkward? Well, everybody, if you're just tuning in, we started today with a version of Poema that uh, was given to Chico that she gave to me. And um, I'm trying to see. Chico, do you know who sang there this one? Poema. The French one? Sorry, I, I lost you again. The song that so... I started the show with tonight, Nina Sands. Oh, hmm, I'm not sure. You were on the call. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't... What did you ask me? Sorry. <laughs> I lost you, so I don't know where we are in the conversation. I was I heard just poema. talking about how I played a different version of Poema that I was just introduced to last week by you. Yeah, Adrian gave that to me, so I don't uh, recall who the artist is. Hmm. I, I can look on my computer, though. I have something here that says Nina Sons. That Perhaps she's the singer. It. That might be it. Yeah, that probably is the singer. By the way, I cannot uh, go into another program while I'm on Podbean now on my phone, just so you know. If you text me, messenger me on Facebook. What do you mean? <clears throat> not hear anything you're talking about if I try to go find something on my phone and not be on So you have to game. keep the Podbean app open in order to listen? Yes. Oh, that's terrible. Yes. Yeah, it's terrible. I don't have to do that. I never had to do that. I'm listening to Podbean right now and my phone's off. This is no, the problem that we had with Sharna. My, my, my screen can go dark, that's not a problem, but if I get out of the screen to like try to go into whatsapp i was gonna message marcelo mm -hmm. and then i lost you okay i'm messaging marcelo right now and i'm on okay. the podbean app this usually happens in the background guys these sort of conversations but i apologize so i'm not sure what the i mean you might need to update that your podbean 
Uh, and same for those of you listening out there. I like get so emotional about that stuff. You update your pod bean, damn it. Well, you should uh, write it out before you get emotional. <laughs> no, because I'm playing around on my phone right now. Oh, lucky you. However, I didn't call in. Oh, maybe that's the thing. Oh, Here, let's try know. it. I'm going to call in. Try it, Adam. Let's do some testing here. Experimenting. Like last week for half an hour tests. My God, we need to post that somewhere. Hmm. It's hilarious. The testing we did with sounds last week. Hello? 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 Oh, wow, my sucks. Hello? I can't even hear myself. I hear you, dear. My microphone's terrible. No, your mic is very good. Huh. You're so, good. you're right, Chico. From now on, when you call in, you have to keep the app open. Yeah. I can That's be terrible. right sometimes, Adam. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> For myself well, to look at in 20 years. I'm going to complain. <laughs> oh, it's really loud. I, I think you should complain. Podbean. Who the fuck is Chef Tom? Do we know Chef Tom? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I just saw James write, hi, Chef Tom. But then I realized <laughs> there's somebody listening called Chef Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I thought James was joking. <laughs> All right, everybody. So just so you know, if you call in, you have to keep your app open while you're calling, which is just a pain in the ass. If you call in, but if you're just listening, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm tell me complain more, about that. Adam. Tell you more about what? Your day today. Well, what's I went to play baseball again. You and that did? was fun. Yeah, in the evening. It was like you said, it was nice out. It was cool. We started around five thirty and played for almost an hour and a half. And then before that, I just read a lot. I'm reading Harry Potter in Spanish. I'm reading uh, The Children, how many pages which is a book about the civil rights movement. And how many pages did I read today? Mm-hmm. Why don't... What, what do you mean? From the Harry Potter in Spanish. Oh, um, I'm guessing that that moves more s slow than the slower than other books you read. A little bit, but um, yeah, I got through probably six pages today. And in That's response to good. Chef Tom, yeah, apparently right now, if you call in, you need to keep the app open. So if you are a regular Podbean user, join me and complaining about that. You don't get disconnected. You're still on the call, but you stop hearing people talking. So Well, that doesn't make any sense. Exactly. <laughs> you can call us, but you can't hear us. Good business. Unless you look at the Podbean app. So that's annoying. Wonder if they're... I wonder if... Hello. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to you do some research. Me? Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello, hello. Well, I appreciate your input, Chef Tom. 
whoever you are. Marcelito, Hello, Marcelo. how are you? Hi guys, fine, fine, fine. Here was a really strange storm. A storm like crazy, then stopped at the sun, a storm again, sun again, then the, now it's really warm and it's, it's, it's crazy. Weather is super crazy today here in Argentina, Buenos Aires. And you guys, how is doing there? We got some like hurricanes <laughs> around the country, but here we're having a really nice weather. Mm-hmm. I think it was 24 degrees all day. Nice. That sounds nice. Hello, everybody who is listening in the in the chat. Silence. Hey, hey. <laughs> ah, thank you. Ah, Joan, Potato, Andre. Hey. Oh, oh my go. God. James is here. James. Hey! Hi, James. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. Doing well. We have crazy weather doing? here, too. Yeah? You sound yeah. way more energetic than last week. I'm drinking tonight. Well, he called it the end <laughs> last week. Yeah, I know. It was yeah. two hours later last week. Yeah, I was almost in a coma. <laughs> almost, almost, almost. You know, I, I, I need to say this. I love Potato Puddle. That nickname is awesome. Potato Poodle. Aww. Don't close your phone. <laughs> new it's... rules in town. Apparently, I think Adam wanted to speak. What's going on, James? How are the, uh... It's a problem, too. Sorry, Chico. All right. I think when the screen goes dark, it might be a problem too, like you were saying. Yeah, that's that's not good. So, um, how's your day, James? How are you and Krista doing? You're starting a new tango series online, correct? Yeah, in September. Yeah, uh, we have. Well, that's some... next week, buddy. Is it? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go to your practice, man. I want to. I really want to go. You have to, you have to. to man. You have to Thursday, Thursday especially, uh, Thursday evening. That's the only when... one I made. No, I made the Thursday, not evening, daytime. That's a good one. Mol Molinete Madness, Molinete Madness, Thursday. We're starting with uh, uh, Enrosque Insanity. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like that. It's pretty good. <laughs> Those names. I would, not, I would not like practice that alone. I think so. It's good. Oh, I yeah, I me either. That's why we. That's why we do it. You know, that's the whole thing. I mean, we don't make anything from it really. I mean, but we we uh, profit a lot tango skill wise, I guess, because we have people counting on us and we do the same exercises and. We just upgraded the uh, uh, Adornos, yeah, uh, yeah, to to include uh, some crazy shit that I really suck at, uh, but I'm determined to get better at. <laughs> like that sounds like Adornos. <laughs> you, you just described it like you were playing a video game. It's online that you upgraded your guns and your because you find this, <laughs> you know, like League of yeah. Legends, something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
No, you upgraded to the Amage level, and now you're doing the, the Godpacito and the Amage. You know, you can switch back and forth to eliminate the demons or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have Firuletes now, which are like a Baleo and what a are Rulo. Uh, a Baleo and a Rulo had a baby. Oh, is, uh. that, is that your naming that or is that is an actual term? This is really embarrassing, Chico, because uh, I can't remember. Because I did hear that before. I think it might be an actual terminology, but maybe I yeah. heard it. exists. Does exist. What else do you say, James? I didn't hear it. James, it's like, like, like a Baleo, Baleo and a Rulo had a baby. You know, where your leg is in the air, but you're, you're, you're turning your hip in the socket and you're rotating your leg around. And there's a lot of uh, optical ago. illusion, like, like an, an, an enrosque in the air, you know. Air, air rulito. That's what Krista said. You did a great job really describing don't. that, and I still have no idea what the fuck yeah. you guys are talking about. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you have idea. We've been playing that for. This is the thing that I'm just you thinking see about in... an ugly baby right now. <laughs> That's what I mine looks that... like, Adam. Yeah. I saw that in Circle de Soleil. Exactly. That's what I will I got say it that, from. although I'd only joined with you guys several times, but. I did feel I, the first time I joined with you in those um, online drills, I hadn't danced in like two or three months and I couldn't even just feel my body. It was so crazy. And just, yeah, it was good to go through the, what's the word? Just the mechanics, I suppose. It was good. Hello? Are you guys working on anything together, James? Yeah. Well, we didn't Krista? dance together. Like besides solo drills. We we didn't dance together for maybe the first three or four months. Krista, what, three three months, something like that? We didn't dance together. I mean, when the pandemic started, we did these drills, but we didn't actually, like, you know, dance. Yeah, here and there, maybe there was an Al Green Tonda, you know, uh, late at night or something like that, but 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 very very little. And then we started working together quite a bit uh, a few weeks ago and practicing all this stuff. And uh, yeah, and 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 video recording it, and it's pretty horrifying. We had videotaped ourselves <laughs> dancing together for like five years, so we we had we had slipped a little bit, <laughs> I could say, and. Uh, you know, uh, the process of just cleaning up, like, you know, just moving together in space, just like your vertical line of your torsos. I'm showing you with my hands, uh, if you can. Oh, I see. That. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. next to the baby. <laughs> yeah, as I see it's, it clearly. Just, yeah. just, just being synchronized, just being synchronized, you know, I mean, and, and really uh, getting the lines together, all that. It's, it's like, wow, you're almost starting over, you know. And, uh, yeah, I actually, Chico, last Wednesday when we were together, I recorded us dancing. Oh, and I don't we were high? tell you. <laughs> I, and, uh, <laughs> I didn't watch it yet, but I'm 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 assuming it's going to be similar. I'm sort of afraid to see that. 
It was really fun, though. And we left messages to Marcelo and James that night. And James, this was yeah, we right. out that fucking song. <laughs> the rich of you. Yeah, you have to be afraid of that. <laughs> That's so funny. We're like, what the fuck is this? I'm singing into Shazam, like dun 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 dun. Oh my god, we're gonna tell Hola, you guys Peppa. later how we found it. Hola, Adam. Hola, Peppa. Hola, Tico, James, Marcelo. ¿Cómo están? How are you? ¿Me escuchan bien hoy? Ahora sí. Estamos felices. We are happy. ¿Cómo? No, no vas a oírnos si cerrar su teléfono. Ah, uh, ok, o sea, bien, okay. yo te, no te escucho no bien. No sé cómo se dice the screen. La pantalla, Marcelo, si se apaga la, la pantalla. La pantalla. Si, si la pantalla uh, apaga, apaga? Uh, no sí. puedes oírnos. Escuchar, sí, o sea que yeah. fuiste a jugar uh -huh. a béisbol hoy. Ah. It's a new future. Ya se vuelve. Not a good future. <laughs> Qué bueno. Well, Adam, are we gonna have two five question uh, song entries this week? I was thinking about that, and I think what I was gonna do. Hold on. Tengo una pregunta para vos. <laughs> Yo no tomé. Oh, so, what I have... Oh, sorry. Was that the new theme music? No. Nuestro nuevo música. ¿Tenemos nueva música? No, nuestro es nueva música. Yeah, sí, sí. ¿Cuál va a ser? Sí, esta es la del mundial este año. Ay, bueno. Ay no puedo decir eso. Hija de puta que soy. James, ¿estás ahí? Are you going to play it, Adam, or no? Sí. Well, sí, sí. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the, the theme music. Yeah, Portland or, or, or Portland or, or Buenos Aires 2005. <laughs> Six? I don't know. Okay. Nunca imaginé que esa voz. Siempre te veía en Facebook y, y tenés voz de Clint Eastwood. Así en, en Harry el Sucio o algo así. Oh, no. <laughs> Es como, la voz es muy, es muy impresionante. <laughs> okay, I'll play. Uh, well, I'll, I'm going to play the, the original version, and then later when Sharna joins us, I'll play a, a new version. How's that? All right. Mm -hmm. Five questions. <laughs> Five questions. Five 
questions. So, bienvenido a cinco preguntas. Five questions. Tengo cinco preguntas. Ay, voy a usar esto para tengo una pregunta. Tengo cinco preguntas para vos. Es, uh... Tenemos cinco preguntas para vos. I, I, I can imagine if you have like Nito and Elba on the on your show. Tengo, uh, tengo una, sí. But you play this song first. Sí. They, they would enjoy it very much. Sí, o sea, entendiste que Anito lo confundían siempre con una mujer. Siempre le decían que si iba a comprar el kiosco, le decían, no, la señora. Siempre. Y cuando lo dijo. Marcelo, Ah. ¿Sobre quién estamos hablando? Pero me perdí. Nito, Nito, Nito García, Nito, cuando iba, siempre que iba a comprar el kiosco, le decían señora. Decía, ¿qué quiere usted, señora? Lo confundían con una Oh, my lord, really? Yeah, he was saying that when Nito, Nito Anelba, the teacher, he was going to shop some in any place, people were missing, was mistaken, was They were confusing him with a lady. So they were asking him, oh, lady, what, what can I help you? Sí. Y, cuando, y cuando yo, él me contó esa, esa anécdota justo al principio de la entrevista, él tengo una pregunta, y claro, me la contó, y yo cada vez que le miraba tenía que controlar la risa porque realmente parecía una mujer. Yeah. And that is funny because after after when he told her that story before the interview, when she started to do the interview, she couldn't help herself to see him as a lady because he has some lady features. So it was kind of hard for her to 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 focus in the. Did you see the Gigi, post on that. Facebook where he's dressed up like a woman and Elba's dressed up like a man? They did it too. <laughs> It's uh, very, it's very recent. It's very real. This is really real. This is really real. It's very real. It's my mom. So I'm wondering, I wanted to see him going to the shop to make to be mistaken by a lady and like, oh, wow. I know a big for a lady. So, five questions. Five questions. ¿Cómo el tengo una pregunta para vos? ¿Qué futuro tiene el tengo una pregunta para vos? ¿Cuáles son los próximos entrevistados? I like that she's doing her own interview. <laughs> that was going to be my question to her. That would be the question she would ask herself. Mm. She was interviewing herself. Yeah, we're, we're feeling very no. lazy tonight. So just interview yourself for us, please. That's pretty bad. Now you guys, you need to think about a question that Toda la gente well, que esté I'm escuchando, sure. que haga una pregunta que yo no sea capaz, que a mí me, eh, no sea capaz de responder. Ah. Yes, she's, she's bringing the challenge up. She's saying, bring, bring, a, bring a question that I was not available to answer. 
So let's All right, do then. This. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give uh, you my Adam, my famous question. Yes. My, my famous question. Oh, answered it. I was thinking the same thing. I always no forget how to word it. Um, I can word it for you. Can you word my fav my famous question for our special guests? Do you have a scar? Una cicatriz. Oh. Si tengo una cicatriz, yo. Tienes una cicatriz y dónde conseguirlo y cuál es la. Sí, sí. La historia. Sí, tengo una cicatriz. Sí, sí. Tengo una cicatriz detrás de la pierna, en la pantorrilla detrás. En la parte de atrás, en la pierna derecha. Okay. She has a scar in the right leg, in the back, in the back of her right leg. Porque de, porque de pequeña yo nací en una cueva, una cueva, un agujero en una montaña en el sur de España, tal cual. No, 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 I, y... me está jodiendo. <ríe> Te juro que es de verdad. Ok, she brought, when, she brought... No, no, I want to know the story, I'm not telling you now. ¿De verdad? <ríe> really, really, really. Okay, okay. She, uh, she born in a cave... In Spain. In the south. What? In the south. That's what I understood, ¿Eh? but I was so sure I understood wrong. <laughs> no, entonces, eh, eh, digamos que eh, ah, yo a los, cuatro, a los cuatro años mis papás me llevaron a Barcelona, eh, pero, nací, pero la cueva la tienen de, de veraneo y fin de semana. Cuando éramos pequeños íbamos en verano en España, que es en agosto allá, y, y tenía una bicicleta chiquita, y claro, la cueva está en las montañas, y, y yo soy ágil mentalmente, pero no solo mentalmente, y había una zanja abierta, enorme, y una, como un camino al costado para que la gente pudiera pasar, y yo iba con la bicicleta ahí, toc, 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 <laughs> wow, this is a place where they they go in summer, uh, the, her family to that to that place and to that cave particularly. And then she uh, she when she was four years old, she took the bike and she started to run towards the, the, the in the in the path, and then there was a hole, and she fell in the hole. <laughs> now she has the scar in the. In the I thought this was going to be the winner's story because it started with the cave and everything. But come on, she, she won the story already. Who of any, any of us born in a cave? Exactly. I think that was enough. Like, we didn't really even know the rest. Arrodillate, arrodillate adelante. My Lord, that's amazing. That's just in the in the Greek stories or in the Judeo-Christian exactly. stories. Like, amazing. You're a prophet, Papa. Sos una prophet. Totalmente, ¿viste? Tengo una pregunta, por eso viene. <laughs> tengo, tres re tengo tres reyes magos y un carpintero aquí en la familia. <laughs> and she, she says that she has the, the wise kings and a carpenter in her family. Imagine. Wow. <laughs> no, it's just, it's, it's a joke. It's a joke. It's a, it's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> Pepa, ¿nos mataste a todos? Ya está, ya. No, more, no más preguntas. No más preguntas. ¿Qué más podemos hacer para verdad? Es una... 
You haven't fainted. <risa> Not yet. I'm impressed. I am super impressed. <risa> seguimos, seguimos teniendo la cueva. Lo que pasa que ahora las cuevas son artículos de lujo, pero mis padres eh, son como los borbones, pero en versión pobre. No, somos primos hermanos, las familias. Y ellos no, no, sus padres no les dejaban casarse y se escaparon de la casa y como eran muy pobres, lo más barato que había eran las cuevas. Entonces se metieron en una cueva. That's getting more and more Todavía. interesting. Their family, they own the cave. Wow. Because they belong to the family of the Bordons, which is a really uh, famous family in, in Spain, and were the kings. But the, the version of, their, of the part of, the, of her family is not so rich. So they, they, when the, their parents, they were kids, they wanted to get married. The family didn't like that. They escaped and they went to the cave. Wow. Sí, mi mamá se escapó, se lanzó una sábana desde una guardilla de un tercer piso para escaparse con mi papá, y cada vez que se peleaban, decía, ojalá no me hubiera saltado con la sábana. Oh, that is amazing. It's like a Romeo and Juliet, una, una historia de Romero y Julieta. Okay. Sí, sí, sí. Look at that, the, the, the mother, when she wanted to see uh, her, her dad was escaping, Through, uh, uh, through, the, through the window, three floors, going down by a, uh, like, right pool cell, uh, hanging uh, sheets, through the sheets, wow. and escaping, and that is amazing. That's This crazy. Is a <laughs> wow. La, da, 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 da. <laughs> love story <laughs> check this out guys and everybody's going with tinder that is that is love guys what the fuck <laughs> you losers si, si llegamos a estar 50 años casados, yo me voy a comprar un vestido blanco. Y hace 4 o 5 años se casaron. Mi mamá tiene Alzheimer ahora, ya no se acuerda. Pero en ese momento, antes de que la enfermedad estuviera más grande, a los 50 años de casados hicieron toda una boda con iglesia, vestido blanco, flores, todo. Y anillos, porque nunca tuvieron anillos. Oh, I will cry. I will be chorar ya. Okay, the the family when the parents married, they didn't have any money, so they got married without a dress. The mother didn't have a white dress, and uh, without a ring, mm -hmm. because they were so poor. Imagine they need they needed to live to go to the cave, right? Mm -hmm. Then uh, her mother says that when they if they so they they married so for 50 years, her dream was to marry again with the, all the ceremony with the white dress so her, her mother uh, i don't know how many years i forgot the year that she said uh, when they when they arrived to the 50 years her mother achieved the dream and wow. she couldn't remember but now she suffered alzheimer but anyway they she she did it she, she married it. with a white dress and with the ring that's an wow. amazing story that's amazing how did the uh, parents meet ¿Cómo se conocieron tus papás son primos, hermanos. Oh, ¿really? Ah, they are... Uh, so they grew up together. They are family. Yes. Ah, they are cousin, brother cousin? First cousins. First cousins. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Sí, además mi, mi mamá es hija de un terretaniente. Mi abuelo era tenía plata y tenía todos unos salones de baile. Y, y mi papá no, no bailaba. 
pero tocaba la guitarra. Y entonces mi, mi abuelo, como no quería que mi, que mi papá fuera, le hacía, le, le hacía puteadas. Por ejemplo, le decía, para entrar en esta casa tienes que comer caracoles, y le decía que, tenía, que los caracoles se comían con... con viste, con todo, con el caparazón, cosa que era mentira, ¿no? Pero mi padre se lo comía para poder estar con mi madre y bailar con ella. ¡Guau! ¿Qué hizo? ¿Qué hizo? story because this is so amazing. I mean, the part, the father of the, her mother didn't want the father to come to visit to, to, to her. And they had uh, uh, Dance, dance halls in, in, in the, father, the father of the, of the mother, right? And and the and the, the her grandfather was asking to the guy, to the father, if you want to come and, and see her, you need to eat uh, <laughs> how's caracoles. The name of caracoles. Ah, that shush. how's the name of the snow? This animal Nasco. were like growing in the in the earth and and has a house in the in the back. <laughs> I don't even remember the name. Shoot. Snail. snail. Okay, something snail. that really disgusting and and, and snails. 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 Snail with the with the house. Yeah. And he was doing it in order to see her and dance with her. With wow. Did he do it? Sí, 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 porque mi papá toca flamenco, canta oh, wow. flamenco, pero nunca bailó. Y, y mi mamá sí, mi mamá bailaba. He didn't dance, <laughs> but the mother did dance, and he was going to, to dance with her, even though he didn't know how to dance. Ah, oh, wow, that is love stories. Wow, and... That's amazing. Sí, hay una historia. Hace, yo fui hace poquito, porque ahora eh, empecé a hacer más giras en Europa por eso, porque por la enfermedad de mi mamá. Y una de las veces que estábamos en el hospital, mi mamá, eh, eh, mi papá se fue a la cafetería y yo le lavé el pelo a mi mamá, cosa que nunca había hecho, y ella tuvo un momento de conciencia, ¿no? Y, y yo le pregunté, mamá, ¿tiene miedo de morirse? Y me dijo, no. Y yo, ah. Y me dice, solo, solo eh, me daría pesambre una cosa, que significa como que me preocuparía una cosa. Y yo, ¿qué le, daría? ¿Y qué le preocuparía? Y me dice que no vería más a tu padre. Y sí, y, y me mató. Wow. Wow. Yeah. The, uh, she was started to travel more to Europe in order to see more often her mom because her mom is sick. So she once she was in the hospital and was uh, shower uh, washing the hair of her mom and in one moment uh, her mother recovered conscience. And in that moment, there was a conversation. So the father went outside to, to buy some, a drink. So in the conversation, uh, Pepa asked to her mother, uh, are you scared of dying? And the mother said, no, I'm not scared. And after a moment of, of silence, she said, but I will be scared, I will be scared because I'm not going to see him anymore. Mm. Wow. Wow. Sí, llevan, llevan toda la vida juntos. ¿Cuántos sí. años? 76. Wow. 75 oh. years together, guys. Check that sí. out. 75 years together? Wow. No, tienen 76 y llevan juntos uh, 60. Ok, they are 75 and they are together for uh, 60 years together. Wow. Hmm. Sí. 
Amazing. Yo, a mí me ha durado mi marido un año. <risa> The maximum that the husband uh, lasts for her was one year, imagine. Practice, practice. It's always practice. Yeah. Ah. Sí, sí, muy lento. Pasito a pasito. <risa> What's the longest relationship anyone on this uh, podcast that's right now has had? I think James wins. I'm curious. I think he might be. I don't know. How long have you guys been together, James? No? It's... I think James out. He's on the call, but uh, the phone was so... Wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. What? What's happening? No, I was uh, doing a thing where I was in a different app. Yeah, that's the thing. So, Sharna, you're listening, and um, Sharna, 14 años, sí. Yeah, sí. Um, but I wanted to mention because when Sharna and I had a sound check the other day, and we didn't understand why it wasn't working, and we're realizing tonight, right now, Sharna, that everybody's having the same issue we had on uh, whenever day that was Monday that if they if and they it's, new it's new and we're just re learning this because James and Marcelo have been on the show for months on and off uh, if you close the app while you're on the actual phone call you lose the ability to speak to us but you can still hear us or hear us I think you could still hear us that somebody yeah. said you hear briefly and then you lose hearing too that's what happened to me oh, okay. i listened to you guys talk about it for like 10 minutes and then i still got <laughs> about it. so exactly we're gonna I, I was doing it as i was talking about we're all it. Gonna... these people they don't know anything about technology we're oh gonna, my lord we're all gonna send emails and complain to podbean so they change it because every week or two they're changing something here so Sharna said she's 14, 14 with Isaac. In relation years. That's, That's amazing. amazing. Bravo. <laughs> James, how long have you guys been together? Oh, it's hard to calculate. You know? <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, since, since we first got together, 18 years, 18, wow. 19, something like that, 18 years. Yeah, something like that. And, uh, uh, but yeah, on and off. Uh, since so for me and this so question... I, I, I will say, <laughs> next question. <laughs> thanks, thanks. <laughs> I was gonna give a uh, very romantic. Pachita. Answer. I was gonna give a very romantic yeah. answer and say, for me and Sharon, it's every day is like the first day. Oh, yeah. oh. see, James, that's how you do it. Peppa knows this because her parents. I think only Pepe and I know that song, by the way. Peppa knows this because her parents were together for 60 years. That's that's the correct oh. answer, James. Not, uh, maybe, uh, on and off for 18. Every day. Okay. Just to say, my life is started since so <laughs> my my parents Salam alaikum, pacha 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 salam alaikum. <laughs> salam alaikum. <laughs> no sé qué puso salam alaikum. what about your parents salam. Chico? Uh, salam alaikum. Alaikum. they celebrated 50 years last summer and their anniversary is this saturday for the 51st year wow. actually wow uh, I can only hate somebody uh, that much. For the... <laughs> 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 
my lord, imagine the dialogues. I mean, to survive 50 years, hey, wow, impressive of 60 in your case, in the case, Peppa. So, can wow. we ask Peppa? Well, so much respect. what age we would be at if we did 50 at this point. Who? You and I? We'd be dead. I mean... We'd have to start over, first like, of all, we, so... And then oh, Ed you and, and I have 11 years. <laughs> 40 more years. 40 more years? <laughs> I might be dead. I think I'd be dead before I reach that. I heard a bottle open. Who's who's popping a cork? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Guess. So we have another question for Peppa. Chico. Second question. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I think I did the how big was the cave? No hay ninguna pregunta que no pueda contestar. How big? How big was the cave? Ah, qué cuán grande es la cueva? Es grande. Lo que tengas, o sea, la cueva inicialmente eran tres habitaciones, un baño. Porque no había baño. That's a big cave. Pero cuando quieres ampli cuando quieres ampliar solo tienes que sacar el pico y la pala. Ay, cabal. It was like two rooms and, and uh, a, a yeah, living room cave. with no bathroom. But if you want to make it bigger, you just need to dig deeper. Wow, it's really like uh, there's. Además no había. Ahí no no había baño. Ah, sí. Sí, es, es muy típico ¿Sí? en el sur de España, ¿Sí? sí. It looks like it's normal in the south of Spain. Wow, but anyway, that is amazing. Además, mira, fíjate que, por ejemplo, cuando yo era chiquita no, no, te, no había baño porque mis papás eran muy pobres, después hicieron un baño, pero yo iba, cada vez que iba al baño de mis tíos que tenían que caminar tipo 10 minutos porque me daba vergüenza debajo de un almendro, ¿no? Y mi abuela, mi abuela, la mamá de mi papá, que era muy bajita, muy bajita, siempre iba de negro porque decía que en es, eh, para ella tomar sol era de putas, eh, se iba debajo de los almendros y me mostraba piedras para mostrarme cómo, cómo te debías limpiar cuando hacías. Cosa buena. Wow. Era wow. muy cavernícola realmente, pero muy lindo. Sí, ¿eh? Pero como en la época, claro, en la época de, los, de las casas del campo, yo, mi, mi abuela también tiene una casa de campo y era lo mismo, más o menos. Wow. Claro, pero eh, viste, la, en la España profunda es como irte 100 años atrás, no importa eh. que, que estuvieras en el siglo XX, es como viajar en el tiempo, es un túnel del tiempo eso. Ok, eh, ok, ok. Coming back, I need to, to concentrate. Uh, uh, when, she, they didn't have, when they were, she was a kid, she didn't, they didn't have bathrooms, so she needed to, because she was shy to go and do stuff outside under the trees, the trees, she was walking towards the house of her aunt to use the bathroom. And sometimes the grandma, the mother of her, or, your, or the papa, no? The papa or the mama? Mm. Mi papa. The mother of her or her dad, who was a, a old lady all dressed in black because she didn't want to take sun because in that time the girls who took sun they were prostitutes. She was uh, teaching her how to use the natural elements to clean herself after do mm -hmm. some stuff. Entienden ahora porque soy liberal. Now you can see why she's so liberal now, right? And blanco. <laughs> Ahí <risa> blanca, tan blanca. Blanca, sí. Blanquita. Blanquita para la I really, I really wanted to know more about like 
what you're doing in Buenos Aires and organizing and your your YouTube uh, show, but this is so much more interesting. <laughs> They're all interesting. I want to go into that too. Quiere yeah. preguntarte sobre tu canal de YouTube y todo, pero ahora la conversación está súper interesante. Que olvida. Ah, pregunta lo que quieras. Pensá que, por ejemplo, mis papás, o sea, yo ayer cumplí 13 años de llegar a Buenos Aires, justamente ayer, ¿no? Y claro, vos, yo miro hacia atrás y veo desde la cueva hasta hoy, y es un, fue un viaje tan flasheante, con, han pasado muchas cosas, tipo cuando yo fui a Madrid, eh, cosas muy fuertes, ¿no? Entonces, eh, por eso ayer, no sé si vieron ayer que en Facebook yo puse una media luna con una vela, era independientemente de la pandemia, me parece que cuando uno tiene un recorrido así tan intenso, y todos lo tenemos, todos, hay que permitirse el lujo de festejar las cosas. Wow, a la mejilla cuña psicológica. <laughs> no, she, she was sharing with us that a couple of days ago she celebrated for 13 years here in Buenos Aires. And she, that time she took the time to remember the time when from the caves, passing all her life and going to Madrid and then coming here to Argentina. So in the picture that you will see in her profile, she is celebrating with a media luna. And, and she's celebrating for everything that she lived. And she valued this moment because it's something, all of us, that we, we have many strong stories as, as herself. It's valuable to take a moment to celebrate what we are. Mm -hmm. So it's a philosopher, Pepa. Yes. Pensá que, por ejemplo, viste, yo vengo de una familia numerosa, muy humilde, de la profundidad de España, en una cueva. En toda mi familia jamás una mujer pudo estudiar, nunca, nunca. Mm. nunca. Wow. Yo hice tres carreras. Entonces, eh, eh, es, una, es una cuestión de retos importante. Wow, in, in, in the story of, she, she comes from that deep inside uh, of Spain, and in her, in her family, none ah. of the ladies had the, had the, the, the chance to study. And now she can she can say that she has three careers, so is she lived a long, long, long trip. It's wow. amazing. That's what I wanted to ask her. Like when she, like until what age she lived, <laughs> and then how like this maybe a brief summary of her path towards what she's doing now. What's the question? From childhood to like a little summary of her life mm. from the cave to Buenos from Aires. From the cave to like, Buenos Aires. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, from birth. How are you going to go? You want to have a summary of this? We have well, many. Well, how many hours do you want to have? This is a bunch of adventures, I, I can see. guest on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but maybe a little like I don't know. It's just so intriguing. Me parece que te van a invitar otra vez, Pepa, porque esto va para segunda segunda ronda. I want to know it all. Bueno, este es el primer capítulo solo. Hay unos cuantos capítulos muy interesantes. This is the first chapter. She has many chapters to dig in. Yes. Enviarnos tu libro. Ah, sí, bueno. Te, te he firmado. Bueno, vamos, vamos a la siguiente pregunta. La siguiente pregunta 
era... ¿Cómo era la cueva? <risa> Yo te quiero hacer una entrevista después, te vamos a hablar, porque es impresionante, Pepe. <risa> ok, next question, guys. Ahí, ahí. Vamos. Siguiente pregunta. ¿Eh? <risa> They fall. We are alone. <risa> Pepe, we can, we can run the show now. No, 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 de nada. Me hago yo la pregunta. A ver, yo misma me hago la pregunta. Chico. Hello. Well, we don't have Chico anymore. Bat's calling us. Maybe he has a question. I have more questions. No, no, this is Chico. Oh, hello, Chico. Oh, Chico. I just. I just got a swig of whiskey. That, uh, that always does it, Chico. Uh -oh. <laughs> Hello, guys. Howdy, sir. How are my you? My lawyer. My lawyer. I am. I'm glad you're keeping out of trouble. But? Yes. Uh -huh. Ah. Do you know each other? Pepa. No, no, who is it? Pero, pero I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? I'm Peppa. But oh. nice, to, nice to meet you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know who you are. I know who you are. Uh, yeah. yeah. Bat really? sounds creepy, yeah, you... but he's not. <laughs> no. It's not so I'm much. Losing, I'm, losing my, <laughs> I'm losing my creepiness? No, that's not good. You're out of practice, sir. I have to... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're telling me. <laughs> so I just tuned in. So obviously this is the uh, Peppa with the famous milonga, right? Sí. Ah, viva la Peppa, yeah. Peppa y okay. the famous YouTube. Tengo una pregunta para vos. Sí, tengo una pregunta para vos. Yeah. Do you want to have a question for me? Do you want to um, have a question? <laughs> uh, let me let me think about that for a moment. Um, I have a question. I have a question because many of the many of the people who is listening and who will listen and who is in the in the in the in the podcast, they didn't know what, what they know about the Pepa, but many of them they didn't go to Buenos Aires. So, my question for you, Pepa, is. ¿Qué es la sí. Pepa en Buenos Aires? ¿Qué quisiste hacer en la Pepa en Buenos Aires? Mi cuestión no. por Pepa es, ¿qué did you want to do with the concept of Pepa en Buenos Aires? Todo eso está encerrado en el nombre, Viva la Pepa. Este, esto es como la música. Eh, yo doy, doy clases de musicalidad porque una de las carreras que hice fue justamente eh, la carrera de, de, de canto en, en tango y folclore. Y eh, me interesa mucho tipo la verticalidad de la música y las distintas capas. Y los nombres, otra carrera que hice fue periodismo y literatura. Los nombres encierran eso también, ¿no? Eh, Viva la Pepa significa, la Pepa es el nombre eh, que se le dio popularmente a la primera constitución en España. ¿sí? Porque se proclamó el 19 de marzo, el 19 de marzo en España es San José, San Pepe y Santa Pepa. Bueno, te voy contando así, vas traduciendo porque si no te voy a matar. Es un poquito largo. Sí, déjame, déjame ver la sí. primera parte. Sí. Sí, so, eh, so Pepa has many many careers. Un momento, un momento. But let me, because I will forget the track of the okay. thought. Okay. I need, I need your help. Sí. Okay. Eh, 
Pepa has two careers, or they have other many, but she has two careers. One career is musician. She learned about tango and folklore. And other career that she has is a, a journalist. So she pay attention a lot on the words and as well how this, wow. the sound of the words, how how sound. So when she chose the, the name of the Pepa, Pepa is as well the, the was was the first constitution that Spain was called. So she chose that uh, word and the sound to create uh, the name of the of the milonga. And now she will continue explaining. Yes. Sí. Entonces, la Pepa era popularmente como se conocía la Constitución, que fue la primera Constitución liberal en la historia de España. Estuvo dos años, ¿sí? Y a los dos años los Borbones volvieron y volvieron a instaurar la monarquía y el absolutismo. Entonces, okay, la gente, okay, ahí va. Ahí, ahí, la gente se echaba... Ah, vale, hasta ahí. Sigo. Dale. So, the, in the story of Spain, la Pepa was, again, the first constitution in Spain, which is liberal. Then, after two years, the, the kings, the Bourbon kings, came back and reestablished the monarchy in Spain. Ah. Sí, entonces, cuando la, los absolutistas volvieron, la gente salía a reclamar la, la vuelta de la constitución en la calle y, y gritaban, viva la Pepa, viva la Pepa, que significa viva la democracia. Lo que pasa es que como era en el sur de España, en Cádiz, en ese momento estaban las Cortes de Cádiz, eh, derivó siempre, la, los españoles, viste, siempre joda, tomar o así, y la expresión derivó en viva la fiesta, viva la joda, pero el sentido original es viva la democracia, viva la tolerancia. Wow. Wow, now I know more about Me encanta. Okay, guys, this is awesome. So, uh, the con the, we can call it conservatism in, in today's world or the, uh, the people who, who work, uh, the, the, the monarchs, they came in power. So the people, the, the people itself went out to the street and started to scream, Viva la Pepa, long live Pepa. Pepa refers to the first democracy that was ruled by the constitution. And that is the reason why they, she chose Viva la Pepa because it's linked mm -hmm. to that idea. And, and then after a long time, Viva la Pepa in Spain, the south of Spain, was associated as well with liberty and party. So it's beautiful. Entonces, yo elegí ese nombre porque yo me llamo Pepa, porque Viva la Pepa como joda también era un concepto que yo quería, pero sobre todo quería rescatar el concepto de la tolerancia de entender que el respeto no significa usar un saco para ir a una milonga, que el respeto significa cuidar a la persona con la que estás e ir limpio, por ejemplo. No es lo que lleves puesto, sino cómo lo lleves. Y para mí era muy importante dejar claro que la tolerancia significa integrar las diferencias y que yo quería hacer una, una milonga del siglo XXI, no quería hacer una milonga del 40. Wow. Okay. So <laughs> in her idea, when she created, she created the 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 the, the milonga de la pepa. The idea was to be inclusive and be tolerant. That is not because you wear a suit, uh, uh, you deserve to be respected. No, it's, uh, the respect comes from how you wear that suit, like how oh. you respect that the people, how you respect the the democracy, the differences. So oh, she believe. established, yeah, she established the, the beautiful association between the, the, the concept of liberty, freedom, and acceptance of the differences in the tango community in Buenos That's Aires. Beautiful. In, in, 
against the traditionalism and the, and the conservatism. Sí, entonces wow. viva la Pepa, eh, si, si vieron la programación, es muy variada y yo al principio hacía muchas fiestas diferentes, la noche de chicos, de los de la integración, eh, las noches 3G, la noche revival, siempre hacía cosas muy diferentes, primero porque yo vengo de la tele y ese es, forma parte de mí, pero básicamente porque a mí también me importa mucho la historia, yo creo que la, la libertad empieza por el conocimiento de la raíz, ¿no? Cuanto más conoces, más posibilidades de expresarte tenés. Y, y, la, y, y el conocimiento te da eh, también el... el, el aceptar las diferencias, y Viva la Pepa para mí siempre fue el concepto de integrar las diferencias, respetarlas y unirlas en un mismo lugar, y que fuera desde un lugar de, de diversión y de respeto también a la esencia, pero a la esencia de verdad, no a la cuestión eh, estética, no, al doble, no a la doble moral. Ok, ok, here comes beautiful explanation if I can't remember. <laughs> here comes the idea that one, if you pay attention in the in the history of the paper, you will see the, how she established different kind of shows inside the the the, the paper program, uh, different kind of teams, and the teams that she chosen is was in order to learn because learning and knowing and having information open the doors for freedom. Why? Because more you know, more acceptance is, uh, you are in order to accept different kind of points of view. And she wanted to establish that idea in the paper. One of the reasons is because she's a, a journalist and she likes to explore things. And the, the concept of paper was to uh, learn about the history of tango in order to the, learn from it without breaking it, but just at the same time, without getting established with what it should be, what is supposed to be, what is like the, the conservative way of thinking of, of certain point of view of tango. Mm -hmm. And no, she didn't want to do that. She wanted to bring new elements so people in the tango community can see different kind of stories in her milonga. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. she achieved it. Yeah, very, very interesting. Podría seguir, pero no tenemos tiempo. Sí, creo que hay que, muchas veces, cuando sobre todo estamos hablando de tango, a veces se usa el nombre de la argentinidad o, el, el, o, 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 se, o normas muy estrictas que pertenecían a, a los años 40, a los años 30, pero estamos en una sociedad que ya no está ahí. Yo no pertenezco a los años 40, tampoco tengo esa tradición histórica argentina porque no lo soy, pero conozco y me he preocupado mucho por conocer la historia. Y entonces, no, no porque alguien sea argentino o no porque alguien sea tanguero, me va a decir cómo tienen que ser las cosas. Tiene que ser una consecuencia del conocimiento y el conocimiento te da el respeto, no te lo da el ser de un lugar u otro. Uno puede amar independientemente de donde sea el tango y conocerlo. Y creo que el, res, el mayor respeto que se le puede hacer al tango es conocerlo. Hola, me, la me encanta, <risa> vos y yo podemos hablar horas, te comento, <risa> yo, te, yo estoy hablando cosas, yo estoy creando también una idea muy parecida a eso y, y, y sí, claro. de verdad. Eh, sí. Ok, guys, here comes, because she said something beautiful, she said, uh, the, uh, tango community sometimes get stuck in this concept of the 40s or the 30s, yeah. and this idea of the Argentine tango as a concept. And it, it, and it is not like that because it belong to be born in one place doesn't make you own that idea. 
So uh, to own that idea is as well embracing the knowledge and this history of that idea. And you can don't be bored in this city and still learn how this tango because you spend time in order to understand the history and the, uh, the diverse way of thinking inside of tango. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is the main idea. Then I forgot other words, but I'm sorry. <laughs> I was so no, emotional. No. <laughs> Básicamente, en resúmenes, vos tenés que eh, hacer lo que realmente sabes. Es como si vas a enseñar, tenés que enseñar lo que realmente sabes. Y, y tenés que eh, esmerarte en conocerlo. Igual que si haces una milonga, tenés que hacer una milonga que realmente sea algo que vos conoces, de verdad. Que sea tuyo realmente. Y Viva la Pepa, lo que tiene mío es eh, la apertura mental, el respeto. Me parece que es eso. Yeah. Yes, the, the, I will start from the backwards to front. Something that she wants to establish in her in her milonga, the Viva la Pepa, is the diversity diversified people that exist in tango and, and don't own the, the, the truth is uh, because if you love something you need to study and learn it and embody that concept in order to share it. You cannot share something that is not really embodying you uh, because that is fake. I, mm. did, I did a really resume of what she said but this <laughs> more than that. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, it's very beautiful. And it is beautiful. You can, I mean, you see that at her milonga Like it does bring. ¿Cómo? 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 No, se, se, uh, se está hablando de que. Se, ah. Nos dijo que es, se puede notar en tu milonga, que se nota esta, este concepto de diversidad. And I can tell from mm. my side of the story that one of the things that Pepa brought to the, to the Tango community was a really nice, fresh environment. And it's true. It's one of the places like Viruta in Buenos Aires, for the people who doesn't know, there is different kind of uh, groups in, uh, there was a different kind of groups in Buenos Aires, like the show people, the salon people, the Tango Nuevo people. And Viruta has had the, the, the monopoly of that place where everybody went there mm-hmm. to dance until mm-hmm. Pepa arrived. When Pepa arrived with her milonga, all these people came, and as well they 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 merged and they they danced together in that place. So there was a place of of, of you can find people from show, you can find people from salon, mm-hmm. you can find people from old style, new style. So it was how do you a very welcome that? idea. And also people from all around the world. Marcelo. So how do you Sorry, cultivate Adam. that following? Yeah. And we have to kind of move on soon because we have another guest uh, waiting. So I want to ask this one question and then... Uh... A ver, ¿cuál es la cuestión? Marcelo, are you there? I don't understand. I am here. How do you cultivate such a diverse following? In, in, in a, in not, uh... Well, you, you got it. You got it. <laughs> <risa> ¿Cómo cultivaste? ¿Cómo llegaste a cultivar estas esta personas que te siguen y que, 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 te, que son fanáticas tuyas o que, que, que uh, Hice una pócima mágica, puse 3 gramos de aceite de oliva, eh, un poquito de papaya. <risa> She's giving you the, 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 the recipe, so take notes. Mm-hmm. <risa> that's our thing, remember Marcelo? No. Information. <risa> Exacto. Mira, creo que yo creo que 
eh, el secreto de cualquier eh, éxito, y, y habría que definir lo que es éxito porque creo que eso es otra conversación, pero creo que el secreto de cualquier éxito es que eh, ser uno mismo, yo nunca me cuestioné, nunca me planteé si me seguían o no me seguían, yo estaba haciendo algo que me apasionaba, yo soy, yo además soy, me prendo fuego enseguida sola, no lo parezco, pero me prendo fuego enseguida, entonces si me ocurre algo, y hago, y lo hago, y ya está, y ya está, no, no, no me preocupa nada más, eh, y sale bien, pero cuando la gente siente que algo es real, que se hace con amor, eso funciona siempre. Sí, es... She that she's a woman who is really passionate. When she feels something, she just get them fired and she just do it. She's no, she was not thinking to have a following or not. She just started to do something that she loved and she felt real. And and she believes that this that the any kind, if there is any kind of like recipe for success, it is just to be real in what you do. Honest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Say. Si vos haces algo con pasión, funciona siempre, funciona. It's y unique. Uh, it's interesting how because we tend to cultivate a following without trying. Uh, you, we've all traveled around the world. We've all been to different milongas, and some milongas have one sort of people or one sort of type of person, and this and that. And you don't really have that much control over who comes to your event. But they gravitate towards exactly. more the energy and the persona. Um, you could say birds of a flight. But it's word of mouth. But birds of a feather flock together. Um, <laughs> I said birds of a flector. Flocked. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's almost but a sign. Isn't a lot of that, that word your mouth? energy is attracting a wide variety and diverse group of people without you even intending to do that. A mí me pasa una cosa con la milonga, que es, por ejemplo, yo siempre lo pienso, eh, me lo planteo, siempre pienso en contar una historia en la noche, pero no le cuento a la gente, no le digo, hola chicos, salí a contar esto, no lo cuento. Eh, por ejemplo, una de las noches que bailó Chicho, eh, yo le pedí a la gente que viniera de blanco y proyectaba imágenes de Buenos Aires en, en, en el, como la pared de Malcolm, ¿no? Y cuando él bailó. Y entonces el proyector, lo, eh, por momentos, yo lo pasaba por la gente. Y todo eso era porque cuando yo le pregunté a Chicho qué pasaba por su cabeza cuando bailaba, él me dijo, veo Buenos Aires. Entonces yo quería que la gente sintiera el, el adentro y el afuera de Chicho cuando estaba bailando. <risa> I love it, that is a beautiful idea. Ok, uh... One of the one of the nights, one of the ideas that she has is to create a story in the milonga she organized. It's not something that you will notice. It's not something that she will say. It's a it's a concept that she has. So, one of the examples of that story that she created in the milonga was that uh, a night that teacher performed and she asked the people to wear white uh, clothes. And in that night, she she project a movie. In the, in the walls of, of, of the Milonga about Buenos Aires. And then taking the projector and moving and show, uh, project the light over the people. And, and the, why did she do that? Because when she, she was talking with Chicho, Chicho was uh, asking Chich, to Chicho, what do you think when you dance? And Chicho answered, I see Buenos Aires. 
So people wanted to show in that setup that mm. people is not just looking at Chicho and as was looking what Chicho is looking to, mm. which is Buenos Aires through the projection. Mm. This is super
she was he was he was birthday of ninety, and in that night performed uh, Maria Neves, who was uh, becoming eighty, and they didn't see for many 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 years since the states for and there was a beautiful. Uh, atmosphere in the milonga the people didn't know but these two guys they were friends i didn't mm -hmm. see for a long time and he was singing and the other ones were performing so Amazing. she knew that story and created that atmosphere for the style guys that was a, that. that is something about what i need to do something here guys you, that is the magic of Buenos Aires. When you come to Buenos Aires, you time, you sometimes you you end up watching these shows that are unique, and there is yeah. no YouTube that you can find them. For yeah. instance, Podesta singing and Maria Nieves dancing. Yeah. Yes. It's, wow. Yeah, it's amazing. Yes. Yeah. Spontaneity of things that happen there are and just so amazing. Thing I, yeah. One other thing I wanted to mention about her milonga that like right now there's a lot of milongas that we experienced when we were there in January that were friendlier to visitors than I think in the past. Many milongas were not like that, but Peppa's milonga was always one that felt very open to, didn't matter if you were from Argentina, didn't matter if you spoke the language, and I felt like it was one milonga, you could tell who the host was, because she really was there to welcome you. Yeah, she always asked me and to dance. I think this last time we were there, like, she asked me to dance. Yeah. I was having such a terrible it's, night, well, too. Tell. It was one of our last <laughs> nights. It was one of our last nights down there. And uh, you know how it can be when you're down there for, for a while. And I was just having one of those nights. And Peppa came over and said, Adam, bailamos, bailamos. And we danced. Ah, sí. <laughs> it, it, something that I can, I tengo que, yeah, tengo que decir de Peppa, sí, la verdad que sos una host, una, sabes cómo llevar una, un, un lugar, y la, laburas un montón, la verdad que, no sabes que, Ay, lo que te respeto. No, guys, something real. Lo que pasa es que yo no lo siento, ¿sabes lo que pasa? Que yo no lo siento como un laburo. A eso te juro que me sale natural. No, si, por ejemplo, si vos me caes mal, yo no te saludo. No me importa que vengas a la mierda, me da igual. Pero generalmente yo así soy, soy en la calle, en mi casa soy así también. She, es natural, ¿no? Es un... Oh, wow, because what she was saying is that she's, she's doing and she doesn't feel like it's a job. Yeah. From this side, yeah. as, a, as a person who goes, she's super nice. And it's in every detail and, and really welcoming. And now she's telling me, well, this is how I am. If I don't like somebody, I will not say hi. But if I like somebody, yeah. I will say hi. So that real person is what we feel. That oh, yeah. makes sense. It's very honest. But that's well, why it's so genuine. Like, it's always very sincere. And I could feel her by the way she greeted me on the phone. By the way, she said, oh, oh, hi, do you have a question for me? I know, me? That's, that's, that's why I thought we knew each other. Because I was like, oh, you guys know No, me. man. No, that was all her giving her giving, giving her inside love to someone that she she not only doesn't know him, she's never seen me before. And you don't want to. I believe me when I say. Hey, but when I say... 
pero cuando tengo que decir las cosas malas las digo de frente también, ¿eh? eso, eso no siempre gusta, de hecho hay alguna gente que no le caigo nada bien por eso. Sí, no tiene ningún problema de decir algo que piensa, incluso si no tiene algo que piensa, y hay algunas personas que no le gustan a ella porque es la forma en la que es. Si se fijan, no pertenezco a muchas asociaciones, no pertenezco a muchas organizaciones. Pues justamente por eso, porque no, 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 estoy medio complicada para estas cosas. Sí, 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 hay una asociación aquí en Buenos Aires sobre milongas y dancers, muchos diferentes, y ella no pertenece a muchos de ellos porque es exactamente eso. Ella dice lo que piensa. Ella es una rebel, ella es una rebel que habla. Pero ella todavía tiene mucho apoyo y seguimiento. Yeah. Sí. Pepe. Adam, ¿do we have? Yeah. Yeah, Marcela. No, it's something that I'm really thanks guys that you brought Pepe to the to so people who doesn't know her and her work and as well this deep deep concept of tango that she just brought right this concept of tango associated with democracy and acceptance of the differences now that you guys in the states have a big issue about that. Uh, sharing our love of tango and as well as not just the dance itself, not the music, as well the philosophy behind of it, mm -hmm. and uh, is, is something important to us as a community to share with other people to feel them included, because that is the origin of tango, not just philosophically, history too. Yeah, yeah. Claro, es que piensa que el tango, el concepto de ser tanguero es lo que decía Horacio Ferrer. No hace falta saber bailar tango, no hace falta escuchar tango. Tanguero es una forma de vida, es un concepto de vida. Tanguero is not the person who dances, is not the person who knows the music. Tanguero is a is a way of thinking, is a philosophy behind of it. So you don't need to you need you don't need to dance, you don't need to know music. If you embrace the the philosophy, you are not like last week. Felipe was. Oh, sorry. No, no digo. Horacio Ferrer era el presidente de la Academia Nacional del Tango, el el poeta que escribió la famosa balada para un loco para la gente que no lo conozca. Es un poeta maravilloso. Horacio Ferrer was is the guy who who wrote. He was in charge of the academy, Tango Academy in Argentina, and as well was the one who wrote Balada para un Loco. He was working a lot yeah. with uh, Piazzolla. So the Piazzolla, people who doesn't know yeah. who, who is Horario uh, Ferrer, if you go to Google and go Piazzolla, Maria de Buenos Aires, the lyrics are written for, for him, for Ferrer. Recuerdan, las callecitas de Buenos Aires tienen ese que se yo, ¿viste? Caminadas por corrientes. Ese es Horacio Ferrer. Yeah, it's a poetry that says this streets of Buenos Aires has that I don't know what. Uh, it is the song that she wrote. Yeah. Okay. Yes. No, I was just no. going to say last week on the show, Felipe mentioned how we were talking to him about have you missed tango? And he said, or Chico, do you remember that conversation? It had something to do with like, have you been dancing? And he just said, um, I'm tango hasn't gone anywhere for me. I'm still, like, tango's still right here. I haven't danced in a couple months, but tango's still with me. You know, mm -hmm. and I feel like a lot of people in the beginning, especially when we were told, like, you know, we're not dancing for a while. It was a shock, of course. Um, but as the months pass, it's it's like you said, Peppa, it's like tango's a way of life. It's not 
we don't have to do it every day to know that like this is just a part of who we are we're part of it Yeah, and that it's still there. Um, ¿Sabes? Voy a decir una cosa que es un poco inconveniente, pero no voy a decir igual. Eh, eh, Viste, eh, el tango es el tango y los tangueros es un poco como la iglesia y la fe. La fe es la fe, la iglesia es otra historia. El tango es el tango, los tangueros son otra cosa. Sí, exacto. I love it. Sí. She, she, she said like... Tango is like religion. One thing is the faith, other thing is the Christians. Christian is one thing, but the faith is another thing. Sorry, the religion. Thank you for correcting me. The religion, the religion itself, any religion. Right. One thing is the believers, other thing is the religion. Prefiero que una cosa es la fe y otra cosa es la institución. Es una cosa distinta. El dogma. Y el tango es una cosa y otra cosa son los tangueros el, el, los tangueros se pueden morir pero el tango no se va a morir nunca lo verdad el tango es one thing and the tanguero is another thing tangueros can die but the tango will not I love it hay algo muy interesante, Peba. Estoy haciendo, estoy organizando una, una, una discusión de historia y la, la persona de la historia que está la, 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 sí. la historia que está hablando de esto va directo a este punto con respecto al tango y la democracia y la historia. Es muy sí. lindo y va, va con lo que estás hablando. Okay, yo, las clases, yo las clases de musicalidad que normalmente las eh, no, no anuncio porque tengo los grupos llenos desde, desde marzo, uso mucho la historia, mucho, 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 mucho. Entonces matizo muy bien, eh, eh, sobre todo las fuentes contrastadas y quiénes son, qué personajes son y qué conceptos... Eh, no hay, que, no hay que confundir determinados conceptos con el uso que se hizo de esos conceptos. Me refiero, no todo lo que te cuentan es verdad, hay que contrastar las cosas. Y, claro, la claro, historia. contexto histórico. Sí, Totalmente. ok, guys. I'm, I was telling, we share, we share with, with Peba, there is, I'm working with historian in order to do a talk, and what this historian is, is melting together, the story of tango itself and the story of, of politics and, and democracy and, and multiculturalism in Buenos Aires in that time. And Peppa is saying that she's doing some workshops where she takes this idea too and share it with the students in the musical musicality lesson that she does. Because sometimes we don't, we need to learn about the tango in the context, not just what it's supposed to, to be. Mm -hmm. There is a, a, an idea behind a, a context as people and And so on. Claro, es, como, es como decir, qué sé yo, es como decir, bueno, si alguien está explicando que Miguel Caló es de una consecuencia de Lizarli, eh, para eso tiene que saber que Lizarli viene de Fresedo, y entonces Caló eh, tocó con Fresedo, que por lo tanto viene de Fresedo, sino que el, me refiero a ese tipo de cosas que pueden parecer una pavada, pero hacen que entiendas las, las, las cosas desde otro, desde otro contexto. O sea, tienes que saber dónde está la raíz para poder desarrollar el concepto que viene después a, a lo largo de la historia, en la música, en la historia, en un montón de cosas. Wow, I, I, I like the music. Some musicians, they belong to the other ones, but in order to understand that, you need to understand another ones. So the, the music that you hear, for instance, Fresedo, Caló, they have linked in different ways, and they belong to another other era that is learned from them. I don't remember the, 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 the authors that she mentioned, but it's in order to learn one, for instance, Caló, you need to learn Fresedo, because that has a link with that. It's not isolated. Wow, Peppa. 
can she can she write the information as to how people can find these workshops? She said that she sold out since March. She's not announcing so that. Yes. Abriré para para octubre abriré porque tengo tengo grupos en Japón en Europa en octubre abriré en inglés con traductor claro porque si no no puedo. Pero hasta ahora están todos, están todos completos. Until October there is no gente... space, and in October she will might open a, an English version with somebody who helped uh -huh. her in English because. She, and, but you need to wait, guys. Get Marcelo. tuned. <laughs> Team up, Marcelo. Yo me ofrezco, yo voy. ¿Sabes lo que pasa? Que yo primero hago un intensivo para, para es como para enseñar a la gente las vocales y las consonantes no para en, enseñar cuáles son los, los modelos de marcación rítmica que es cada cosa, un 332 que sepas lo que es un 332 y te lo ejercito para que se te integre en el cuerpo un stop time o ver un sol y un solo, un tutti que lo puedas bailar y hacer ejercicios para llevarlo al cuerpo y reconocerlos en las orquestas o ver un invertido en marcato 2 o un pulso invertido pero reconocerlo y luego eso te lo aplico en las orquestas y hago una clase de Isar y otra clase de Arienzo, dos clases de Troilo, dos de Pugliese, y después de eso me voy a los antecedentes, a Julio de Caro, a Laurens, a Fresedo, y después trabajo sobre tangos concretos, pero siempre usando, las solo lo pueden hacer las personas que, que hayan hecho el, el primer intensivo, porque si no, no entienden nada. Es, es, te enseño a escuchar la música, básicamente, y a bailarla según eso. Wow, she's working first. She does. Uh, she's sharing with us the, the structure she used. First, she's, she did by the, the her workshop in two sides, two parts. One when she's playing basically rhythmical things and how this denomination two, three, three, four, two, Both. and organize. Uh, she organizes the the which will be the the academic way to 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 divide the music, and then she used this academic way of organizing the music in different kind of orchestras. Mm -hmm. And then going to the reference from why these orchestras use that kind of metric to do, uh, uh, and at the same time, the story of the of these orchestras, right? So mm -hmm. It's really okay, the same nice. concept. Por ejemplo, hoy estuvimos trabajando con un, un tema de Miguel Caló, y, y por ejemplo, es reconocer qué orquestas, por ejemplo, usaban la batería. ¿Sí? Como, base, como en la base rítmica, normalmente es con trabajo y piano en mano izquierda. Pero algunos, tipo si sos heredero de Fresedo, vas a usar la batería. Y entonces, te, te, como reconocela porque vas a usarla. Puedes usarla. Si la reconoces, la puedes usar. Si no, no. Por ejemplo, ella usando ese concepto de los drums, cómo play los drums como una estructura. Y ella enseña que puedes reconocer esta drum estructura en alguna Fresedo orquesta. Así que si sabes lo que es la estructura de drum, cuando escuchas Fresedo, puedes reconocerla y luego usarla en tu danza. Well, we're oh, hoping see. to well, be a part of it in the next round in October, is. if you do one in English. And we're going to wrap up <laughs> this part of the show. It's been awesome having you. It's been such a great Amazing. way to get to know you better. Um, Marcelo, thank you so yeah, much. Peppa I, don't know. Peppa, I don't know you, but I love you. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm really nice girl. Yeah, be careful. And, and be when careful. I my 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 next trip to Argentina, I'm looking for you first. 
Oh my god. Cuidades, cuidades. You know, it's over my next Yeah, this is a really nice uh, talking about politics and tango and 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 history. We need to have some wine and we can more time the next time uh, uh, Adam and we yes. can go deeper. Yeah, I Hay que hacer una parte, por ejemplo, para hablar de las mujeres en tango, ¿no? Por ejemplo, Uf, rescatar... No, por Dios. Por ejemplo, viste el adiós, en el adiós, el tango, el adiós, y uno, el adiós. Sí, sí, sí. Ese sí. es, es un tango escrito por una mujer, por ejemplo. Juana Pacheco yeah. Huergo. O, ¿quién, ¿dónde trabajó? ¿Cuál fue el primer trabajo de Pugliese? ¿En una orquesta de una mujer? Uh -huh. De Paquita Bernardo she was saying for instance the story of the female in tango that adios uh, the goodbye the song is written by a woman and other 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 beautiful stories that she brought guys that the first orchestra where pugliese played was an a uh, uh, female orchestra Paquita Bernardo. Ah. Sí, no. Paquita Bernardo, Paquita Bernardo, sí. Le pagaban 600 pesos en los años 20, ¿eh? 600 pesos le pagaban. So there was already female orchestras in the, in the, in the, fifth, in the ¿cuándo era? ¿En 600? ¿En 1900? En, fue 1900 del, 20, del 21 al 25, murió en el año 25 ella. In the 20s, and she died in the 25, there was a female orchestra leader. La so, primera mujer bandoneonista fue ella. She was the first female bandoneon player. Wow. Yeah. Sí. Fantastic. Well, we'll have a lot more questions for you the next time you come. And I can't wait. mi inglés es muy bueno. Sí, sí, es bueno. Liner, vaya. Liner. I did not know either. Yeah. I could tell from the photo he's he's sharing with us. Oh, I didn't see the photo. Oh yeah, no. Sí, sí puedo verlo. La luna. It's the moon. Las lunas. Ah, la luna es luna, la luna, la luna está revuelta, hay cuadratura. No se no, no notaron estos días que estaban un poquito, estaban un poquito tensos. No estaban tensos estos días. She said, that, did, you, did you notice that you were a little bit tense? It's because the moon was in a special constellation type of position. Es que, es que so estoy estudiando because... estoy estudiando astrología. She's <laughs> studying astrology, guys, so she can do some chart for you. Oh no, I'm scared. <laughs> cuidado, cuidado. Le voy a hacer. Sí, sí. Era Miguel Caló era Scorpio, sépanlo. Caló es Scorpio, Scorpio. So, yeah. Sí, sí. Ay, qué cosa. Bueno, chiquillos, eh... ¿es siguiente pregunta o ya hemos terminado? Nada, estamos terminados porque... Para ver que terminamos. Sí. Ok. 
But thank you so much. We'd love to keep when going, but we have limited time, mm -hmm. unfortunately. Pues muchas gracias por la invitación. Me alegro de que esta vez se escuchara. Oh, y, y nada, espero que se continúen haciéndolo, que continúen hablando, compartiendo, mostrando puntos de vista completamente diferentes y siempre con el sentido del humor que les caracteriza, porque si hay algo hermoso en la vida creo que es la, la alegría y ¿sí? el compartir desde un lugar de disfrute y de amor, es la mejor forma de hacerlo. Y nada, muchas gracias. Y vos. Hola Marcelo, te toca vos. Gracias a vos. Sinito, muchas gracias por la traducción, porque yo cuando me pongo a hablar no paro, hay que. Un placer, sí, Pepa, un placer, gracias. me encanta. Me encanta, porque estas, estas, estas conversaciones me encantan, ¿no? traducirlas y compartirlas con la gente que no lo conoce es un placer para mí. Sí, sí, es stuff about the, how she thanks me and how I love to talk about that stuff because you guys that you know you hear this show I love this subject mm -hmm. so I'm <laughs> thanking her same here thank you thank you sí, gracias, thank you Papa. thank you talk to you soon de nada me debes una tanda chao James chao Bart chao Sharda. Oh, she's full of life. Hola. Hola. She is. Hi, Welcome. Sharda. Thanks. That was fun. Hey, Sharda. I, I learned a lot. Me too. Well, thanks for... Thanks for being in there. <laughs> thanks, Marcelo's exactly. going to translate for you as well. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Good. I'm sure there you are. <laughs> I can go both ways. Excellent. So, Excellent. It's been so long since we've been in touch i didn't even realize you when we did our little sound check i didn't even realize you'd been living in the west coast for the past 11 years <laughs> <laughs> or no since 2011 yeah, you know. since 2011. what is time yeah so what i guess time? i have not seen you and isaac in many many years but i'm glad you're joining us this evening a long time yeah well you know our life changed a lot when we moved out here in lots of ways so that's a whole other story and you know by the way i'm was happy to listen to paper and you know if you want to do like dive into this other's book subject another time that's fine too um, we can no, always do whatever you feel like this this show is pretty free flow <laughs> so we could we could chat a little bit and uh and if we decide we want to continue another time that's That's absolutely fine. But I am curious yeah, to know cool. and, and share with people listening uh, the book Same that you here. are uh, that you are about to talk about. So if you want to um, enlighten us, please. Yeah, sure. Well, in, in some ways, actually, the move, I would say the move to California kind of started the wheels in motion, you know, for this book, um, even though I didn't know it at the time. Um, I... I just, the, the impetus for that move was I decided to go back to graduate school. So I did um, an MFA degree out here at UCLA and UCLA has a department called the Department of World Arts and Cultures. And they specifically look for uh, grad, grad students who want to study non-Western cultural forms. So I proposed to them that I wanted to study tango and how, you know, how to kind of invent my own language for creating performance based on 
the social tradition of tango, right? Versus like the commercial brand that we know. So that was kind of my project for three years. And so I kind of um, somewhat dropped out of, you know, the tango world during that time. But what, uh, what that gave me was not only, you know, knowledge about composition, choreography and theater production and all that good stuff, but a kind of lens to see cultural practices like tango in terms of their values, right? And what they are actually building like within the communities that practice them, which was- Talking about democracy and history. I love this night, guys, I love it. Yes, yes, yes. I yes. thought it would, when, the more we were talking with Peppa, I thought this is going to be a really good bridge to the next guest because it's a lot of the similar philosophies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I ha- I got like a heavy dose of, you know, critical theory and ethnography and um, it just kind of helped me to see what I was doing, you know, in tango, like in so many different ways. And it it clarified for me many of the things that that I loved about it, also some of the things that bothered me. Uh, and so having that lens, then, you know, I did, I'm going to fast forward a few years. I did a career shift. I became a life coach. Um, I did a yoga certification. So I was sort of like rebuilding my toolkit here. Um, and uh, when I went through that process, you know, I kept asking myself, okay, what, what can I bring from this part of my life that was so important? Um, You know, like many of you have said, I still, even though I'm, I'm not very active in the tango community, I still very much feel like I'm a tango dancer, you know, like it's in my body. That's like who I am. Mm -hmm. And so I really wanted that. Remember, you don't need to dance to be a tanguera. Exactamente. Yeah. So I wanted to bring that wisdom right into my coaching somehow. And the clients that I started working with, many of them were talking about communication challenges, right, in in their work environment or in their family life. So I thought, well, we know a lot about that. You know, we know all about relationships <laughs> and communication and the nuances of that. And um, we obsess about that shit all the time. So I kind of, I started writing about that, right. And specifically, I started writing about leadership and followership in the work environment because as i'm sure all of you know when you start talking about work and careers it's all about leadership right and no one wants to be a follower but for me that was like dysfunctional right so i started um started writing about that and the other kind of piece of background which i should just drop in here is that in 2008 i met someone in dc i was still living in dc who he walked in in one of my tango classes and introduced himself later as um, as an organizational consultant who specialized in followership. And so that was like a whole other kind of thing that was um, friendship that I made at that time that circled back to me, you know, later after I did my graduate work. And he's now my mentor, you know, in writing this book. Um, so that kind of that that was that's that's sort of how the move and the my my degree sort of led me down this thought path. And so the book that is hopefully coming out in January, barring any um, quarantine delays, is a coaching curriculum, and it's a coaching curriculum that emphasizes follower traits, 
because those are the ones that are less understood in the professional environment. Um, and it kind of takes the the reader or the participant, you know, through what what I've labeled as like three phases of the learning journey that kind of parallel what tango dancers go through both when they learn and also when they step on the dance floor. And those three mm-hmm. phases are connecting, collaborating, and co-creating. And I see them as like a cycle, right? And I this is obviously not unfamiliar to all of you, um, but I've organized it that way because I see it as cyclical, right? As we go through those three phases, connect Can at the beginning. Can you repeat the three phases again? Co-creating? Yeah. Connect, connecting, collaborating, mm-hmm. and co-creating. But there's also mm-hmm. something about following, which is that you have to allow somebody to lead. You know, mm-hmm. so there's there's yeah. also like you're empowering well, that's somebody. Why I think she, not a, she was you, saying like not many people want to do it. Like a lot of people are more going. For oh no, I understand. But when you are in that role, you are. I don't know how to say it. It's like you're allowing somebody to lead, right? So in a way, you have the power, if you want to kind of consider it like that. Yeah, well, I mean... So yeah. so what you're I, saying is a followership is leadership? Well, I want to hear more what Sharon no, has to say first. I'm just... No, I mean, the, the way I'm... <laughs> yeah. I mean, the way I position it for people who don't... Sharon is like, I quit. Well, I've just always looked at it this way. Like, I'm leading somebody, but they're giving me permission to do it. You know? So that's that's the only yeah. point I was trying to make. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with you. And um, when... I have started introducing this to people who don't dance, right? That the first hurdle is like, why would I want to follow? Right. Because they, in the, in the professional world, that's sort of sometimes seen as like a negative thing. So I have to present it in this, with this metaphor, you know, of social dance where it's obvious there's two people, they're both necessary. They're both doing different things and they both support each other in different ways. So that's the framework. Powerful. Yeah, and they both have power in in different kinds of power, right? Uh, and yeah. like the, the combined you know, the combined forces, so to speak, create this you know beautiful creative. And possibility. maybe power was the yeah, maybe that word. was the wrong word. Like but... They have both equal importance. Like, mm-hmm. doesn't mean one is more important than the other. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I love your idea. I I love your idea. Because something that she was mentioning, if I understand correctly, and I, I that I, I was working in the companies, there is a lot of emphasis in the leadership, right? And there yes. is this everybody's leader. So when you go to the workshop, they go to the to seminars, and they go to the in order to everybody talking about okay, you need to be a leader about your life, you need to be a leader in your mm-hmm. da 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 da. And hey, momento! If everybody's leader, who is following? And it's well, super that's kind of what I was smart. To say. It's like there's nothing. The word may have a negative connotation but we're all a part of the world together (laughs) you know we all have to help one another in some role and sometimes we're leading sometimes Mm -hmm. we're following but what what we're also doing is supporting absolutely yeah and so what i've tried to do is articulate some of those essential 
contributions that followers make on the dance floor that can be translated directly into teams and workplaces. Because yeah, obviously not if, if everybody's leading who's following, right? It doesn't make sense. So you have to follow sometimes, mm -hmm. right? And then lead other times perhaps. Um, but I'm trying to make this role, right? Follower role more um, desirable, right? I'm trying to uh, present it in a way that is recognized as essential and valuable. So that's the agenda for the book. And also it feels like when you make that more, it's also the people who are leaders are going to value that other role more. I hope so. Yeah, that is my hope. It's, it's like that that's another thing that you're adding and not just mm -hmm. like having people accept that that's a good thing, but it's also people who aren't doing that to understand that all right i can i i respect this role better now mm -hmm. uh, it's creating more awareness yeah so you know what we value and recognize we get more of right so if if we don't recognize when people support us then you know can't complain when we don't get any support <laughs> but exactly Exactly. It's something. It's not something that we were talking in one of the talks of many of the talks that we have here with James too. I remember that that we were talking about to start to replace this word of follower and leader, and mm -hmm. be and learn new words that are more functional about this concept because it's true. But but I was listening before the concept of follower and leader. In some way, our education system put it in put in them as a concept, the concept of power. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's not healthy. So maybe it's time for us as a, as a community. Um, and there's a question, right, that's for you that you are writing and thinking about more in, in, in this subject, to, to find words that are more functional nowadays. Yeah, I wish there was another word. I wish there was another word to use. But... Um... Did you did you think of that as a tango teacher? Like this was, uh, like we all feel like by naming the follower role follower, uh, sort of creates a certain image on the people who just walk into the thing. Well, they don't know yeah. anything about it, but they walk with an image that is not necessarily what we want to give them as teachers. Yeah, of course. And that, you know, those words are in our society, right? So like we didn't invent them, you yeah. know, and that's, that's why there's that um, negative association. I, I think my, my choice when I was teaching tango more consistently was rather than throw out the term, I reclaimed it and redefined it, right? In the way that, you know, happened with like gay and queer and black. So mm -hmm. I took that word, I'm like, okay, if this is the word, then I'm going to own it. You know, this is what it means. Mm -hmm. So that was my strategy. I'm not saying it's the best strategy, but that was the one I chose. And that's the one I'm choosing in this book only because I, mm -hmm. I can't find another word, right? That, that is the same kind of complement counterpart as leader and the word leader is not right. going anywhere. Yeah. Hmm. I always... Another way to go about it. And I like that approach. They are changing the concept behind it so that it can be the word you're looking for, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, as, as I said, that's the strategy I chose. It's, yeah, no, I'm I not saying it. it's the best one, but um, 
yeah, it's is one it's one way. And, and I'm thinking actually, as well of personality. No, sorry, please. Oh, just to say that there there is a small kind of niche academic uh, community around the word follower and follower. There is starting to be um, circulation with that term mm. and more defi definition and, and study of it. So there's a little momentum around it. Yeah, this is exactly what I was thinking that mm -hmm. we are talking here as a community of dancers and I'm thinking that maybe in the community of, of business or or other 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 circles they they are still using that word and it's functional for that circle. So I was thinking that exactly what you just What I find so <laughs> interesting when you compare it to other worlds and something that kind of like hit me a few years ago more than ever was in tango and dance specifically all dances that are social is that the man leads and the woman followers is the traditional way like when you when when you sign up for a dance class with somebody if somebody being your partner it's assumed you know he's going to lead it she's going to follow it and in the rest of the world outside of dance leader and follower could apply to either gender it's still gender. probably as well more male dominant that the leader is a man and a couple of years ago it just kind of astounded me all of a sudden one day i was like why the fuck do we always just assume like why is i don't know for the first many years i danced tango it just made sense this patriarchy and then all of a sudden i was like this is insane <laughs> it's just yeah, really well, ridiculous I, I was that, kind like, of you know, sorry, <laughs> please. No, I, I think I was, I was kind of in the, you know, right place at the right time um, or, you know, wrong place, wrong time, depending how you look at it. When I uh, walked into my first actual tango workshop um, in the late nineties and my first experience was actually learning both roles. So I, mm -hmm. I kind of was lucky to get an early start breaking out of that structure. And then, then I just, you know, I went to a feminist college. I'm like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't I be able to learn both parts? You know, it, it just struck me as something that, um, like you said, like I, in the rest of my life, like I, I don't get bound, you know, bound into a role based on my gender. So like, why should I do that right. here? I mean, um, not uh, to, to be honest, I'm people, kind of, but sorry. Oh, I just said, I, you know, not to force it on other people, but like for myself, that was just, you know, a, a choice I made. And then, you know, in all of my, when I started teaching, I just made that normal in my beginner classes. It was just normalized. So people yeah. who didn't want to do that. And for else. me, it was, it was a great example. Lose me again. Yeah, we're losing you. Sorry. What I was going to say, like, can you hear me yep. now? Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> I'll speak for you, Chico. Like so active on that. I'll speak for the <laughs> Well, when I started, <laughs> thanks, Adam. Can you lead the way? Uh, <laughs> but I remember, Sharna, you were one of the few uh, women that was leading and following and was like, pow like powerful in both roles. And that was a really nice example for me to have. Because I didn't, I wasn't lucky enough to start with how you started learning both roles, but seeing that was very inspiring. Yeah. 
And I yes. will say, thanks. If I if tango was not so regimented between the sexes, I don't know if I would dance tango because I don't dislike following because of the word follower. Or I just don't enjoy that side of the dance as much. I enjoy actually the role of leading, whether you what you call it, leading or whatever. But I just like that side of the way my brain is being used in those moments. Um, but Adam, you're actually a really good follower in the leader role. So you're actually doing that role so <laughs> a lot when you're dancing with me. So well, it maybe it's just the changing of the embrace box. No, 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 no. It's really not. <laughs> I, mean, I, I often consider... Here's, here's my... A, I think a bad leader has a much easier time in tango than a good follower dancing with bad leaders. So the, what I'm trying to say is like <laughs> if you're a follower and you're a beginner, you're going to go through that experience and you're not really going to know better. But as you get better and the, the field changes, you still got to dance with guys that don't know what the fuck they're doing. And I say guys because it's pretty much literally all men. Uh, but as a leader... As you get better, it gets easier to dance with more followers because your tools, you get better at, you know, honing your tools and all that shit. And when it goes back to sorry, I'm just saying as a as a <laughs> I would consider myself like an advanced beginner follower. I know enough to know what a bad leader is, but most leaders are not comfortable to dance with, and I have a lot of respect for followers because they put up I just think they put up a lot more more shit in order to go out dancing than leaders do because it's different it's a different and Sharna you do you dance both roles so I'm curious if you understand what I'm saying as someone who experiences both roles like <laughs> you can dance with far less advanced followers as a leader and I don't think go through as much displeasure as a follower dancing with far less advanced leaders. Well, I think that conversation is a bit more nuanced uh, than only those variables. Mm -hmm. I'll say that. Um, but I'm curious to actually ask you about your earlier comment. You said if there wasn't so much gender, uh, like um, segregation, I'll just choose that word, you wouldn't dance tango. So what did you mean What I meant that? is that I was put into a role. I was put into the mm -hmm. leader role because I'm a man mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I don't know if I would have continued dancing if I was a female being told in the beginning that you are following because of what I was trying to articulate after that in saying that if I was a beginner follower and I had to dance with all these guys that didn't really uh, okay, dance it, that well, it, I don't know it. if I'd want to put up with that. But as a leader, I, I think, think I could be, I did. I was like, oh, well. I, I don't know. I think I, I, for me, at least, is that it's practice. Like you get good at, as a leader, uh, managing better and managing the situation differently with more beginner followers. And as a, if you have done following more, then you're good at doing that. Like for me as a leader, if a follow, if I'm dancing with a follower that's really heavy, that's a whole lot more work than 
dancing with a leader who might be tense or throwing me around because I know how to deal with that better. And I think like it's in real life, if you're working so in an office me, and you have a leader who can't lead, you're going to sort of still direct yourself. I'll try to give a simple example. When I was a beginner leader, it seemed like no matter who I danced with, I had a really good time. <laughs> and as a beginner follower, unless I danced with like a very strong, tall, like Eric Lindgren comes to mind, you know, certain guys that James, uh, we have I don't James. know if I ever follow James, but, but like just somebody that just like knew how to dance and knew how to move me around. But 99% of the rest, I was struggling to keep up with because I didn't understand what the fuck was going on. So that's my basic example, contextually. It's like, if I started Dancing Tango in the follower's role, I don't think I would have kept doing it. That's all. I think it takes a lot more I'm patience. I'm thinking... And it's not the same, the same... Now coming back to this subject of Sharma that she's using it, in a, in a coaching, it's not like the same in life too, I mean, any of us, yeah. when we go to a place and we end up having a manager that sucks, <laughs> are really exactly. that make our life miserable. <laughs> not, exactly. that's, and, and, yeah, this is like, it's, it's, it make a, doesn't matter nothing, just open the door to the work if you want to kill yourself because you need to deal with this guy or this person that, or that will make life. Me, you're the manager and you have an someone working with you that is really hard to manage i think like it can go both ways it's yeah but just... i'm speaking more of the physical experience like my body in that moment i work in the most emotional one <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're more i know i understand but that's what i'm, yeah, I'm just saying for I, me I like think... yes i would say i think in both cases and again i want to say that this, I think there are far more variables in this conversation than have been voiced yet. Um, mm -hmm. But I think in both situations, right, work with the manager or, you know, on the dance floor with, you know, with the leader from the follower perspective, like there is a lot of the experience of the follower has to do with the education that you receive, right? And both in the business and in the tango world, generally, there is a deficit of education and training given to the following role, right? And I think that is one variable I would wanna express, right? It's like many, many tango classes I personally was in, like it basically taught to the leader mind, right? And there, there isn't a lot of information given to the follower, um, follower role, right, so to speak. And so that, that sort of influences your experience as a beginner and same thing in business. Yeah. Um, that's that's one thing for sure. And the second thing, second variable I would just throw out there again, second variable of many, is that the learning curve for both of those roles is not the same. So the like the trajectory, you know, of learning to be a follower is sort of somewhat easier at the beginning, right? And it gets harder to really refine, to really refine. I'm, I'm oversimplifying it, but this is just for the sake of argument. And then the path, right, of the leader is sort of more difficult at the beginning. Um, and then it kind of evens out and plateaus, you know, later on. So they're kind of inverted in a way. And so that also impacts, I think, our experience in either, you know, in either of those roles at the beginning and at the mm -hmm. end. I absolutely agree. 
um, that we tend to focus. Well, I don't, I don't want to say we as in uh, Chico and I or you or certain people, but mm-hmm. in general, yeah, the dance is focused on the leader's role. And it leaves the yeah, follower with a lot less to tools. Absolutely not. No, and and it's changing a lot in that way. Yeah, it's absolutely totally. changing a lot. Totally. And I was so grateful to I hear... There's a lot of us that don't teach that way. Anymore. Yeah, when I mm-hmm. was speaking with different colleagues over the last several years who are passing through New York and how they're all changing their lesson plans to put more empower the follower role so much more. In, in Buenos Aires, it's becoming a huge trend that it's a much more interactive, yeah. coexisting dance than just the leader-follow dynamic. And Marcella, I'm sure you could speak to that uh, as well. And I've always I love what's happening here. dancing with people <laughs> that give me that dynamic because I get so bored <laughs> leading. It's boring. <laughs> it's extremely boring to lead. I'm not just talking about tango. If you don't have anyone speaking, right? <laughs> There's yeah, no dialogue. I mean, yeah, and this it's is again the same lonely. in the same in business, right? I think part of the challenges in the business organizational world um, come from that uneven uh, training, right? So if if your solution to every problem is to give your manager more training, then like, you're not going to solve every problem, right? Like if your people you know, need like time management skills or they need to understand how to like articulate their their needs or like set boundaries, right? That's not going to be fixed by your manager getting more training, right? That you need to train your followers or your people, all your, all your employees. Um, so that's what I'm trying to introduce into, you know, the coaching world is to illuminate, you know, these are skills that everybody needs, right? At any level, especially people who are mostly functioning, right? In a individual contributor role or, you know, what I would call a follower role. I have a concrete example. And then that makes the manager's manager's job more easy, you know, makes the leader's job easier and more fun, hopefully. I have a concrete example. Here in Argentina, I have a friend who works in an iron industry. In this iron industry, they are trying to figure out how to communicate better the security uh, policies to the employees. Why? Because every month there is one or two guys that lost some part of their bodies because the work is with metals and, and iron. Mm-hmm. Bec- and they are trying to find, talk to the manager. There is a lot of focus, but I know this is something that I I, I see what you're saying, Char- uh, Sharma, mm-hmm. because what I, when I talk with them, they're more focusing to train the managers. And uh, yes. me, I, I, I took, I took less, I, I am a coach, life coaches, too, I was asking them, well, why you don't talk with the employees? Because the employees are going to tell you what they need in order to follow the rules. Mm-hmm. And there is something interesting in, their, in, the, in the concept of management or in these companies, they are still focusing in the managers and don't listen to the employees. And, I, mm-hmm. and they, don't, can, they cannot figure it out, the way to stop these uh, accidents because they are costing money and as well the people are getting hurt. Wow, yeah. Yeah, it's a great example, exactly. Wow, that's really interesting. Yes, they are hiring neurologists, coaching, everything for the managers. <laughs> and they didn't focus in the employees. Right. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah. They, they, one of the big buzzwords now is like employee engagement, right? Like how do you engage your employees? Like it's something managers are going to make 
make everybody else do like imagine if you're have a couple a dance couple and you don't you ignore the follower and you just tell the leader okay make her do stuff right like that, that's what people do in companies right like just yeah we had a, so obvious I remember times I remember a specific case we were in I won't say where but we were in a town somewhere and the guy brought his wife to a tango private lesson and they're older probably hadn't been dancing that long but he's so frustrated she can't do anything he's trying to lead and i was like well how much time have you given her to practice this stuff and he said well she doesn't need to practice i'm the one leading it and i said well that's that's part of the problem right there <laughs> i mean yeah 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 and we all had a little, because little laugh over that. You also can't lead well, probably. <laughs> no, but but I think you know we we put it in such a way that he kind of got the point. It's like if yeah. she hasn't had a chance to practice this either, or well, he did apparently. But and uh... yeah, so so that's to been life. interesting, right? It's like. Um, so the book is has been like I felt like I'm translating, you know, out of my body and like, okay, I do this. Mm -hmm. Here's what I do with my partner to make sure he or she feels like supported, right? To give my attention, to be ready, to be balanced. Like, okay, how do how would I do those same things if I were in an office talking to someone? Mm -hmm. So that's the kind of thing. And then I have, you know, coaching stuff and I have some, you know, mindfulness exercises and sort of lists of things that in my mind, kind of replicate that kind of relationship in, in a, a non, you know, obviously not dancing, but like talking or what, what you would do, what you can do in an office environment to, to embody that role more strongly. That's amazing. Here in Argentina, we are going to do strikes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way it works, right? <laughs> That's the way oh, to communicate. Yes, okay. Union strikes and burn something, and they might listen. <laughs> yeah. So, well, Sharon, is... how you, did you say you started in 2008? 2008 was when I met. Uh, no, that's when I met Ira, who is the consultant who kind of, you know, has been like the. Um, He's been sort of guiding me in this writing process, but I I, I think I started writing about this um, sometime after my degree. So I, I finished the the MFA in 2014, and then the year after that, I did the um, my certificate, my coaching certification. So it was probably the year after that, probably like 17, 2017, past couple of years. Wow, how does yeah. it feel that it's coming to an end this project like i mean at least this phase of it of writing yeah um i think it you know and i've been told by other authors like it doesn't really feel like it's real until you have it in your hand you know because it's still now mm -hmm. just like a you know a, a, a word document with lots of markup on it and there's stuff that needs to be done still and um it's never, it never feels done because you could always, you know, go back and revise a paragraph or like add some other exercise, you know, it, it never really feels like totally done. Mm -hmm. But um, what I've been doing this year, which is pretty exciting is that I've, I've been 
um, piloting it, like piloting the material with small groups. So if groups are like four to five people and we go mm. through it chapter by chapter, it's like a group coaching experience. So they mm. try it out like in their, you know, in their workplace, whatever their work is, or some of them are coaches. And so they're, they're actually kind of coaching other people with these principles. And mm-hmm. so I've started to get some feedback and stories of how people actually use it and like the, the things that happen. So that's exciting because I feel like, oh, it works. You know, it's not just some idea that oh, I had in my head actually works. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's that's I think what I'm excited about more than the book itself. I think once it it's, a, it's an object, then I'll, I'll probably feel excited about it as an object. Um, but right now I'm just uh, enjoying that process of working with people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That you're doing that before you complete the book too. Mm -hmm. Well, also you're putting, it's like Chico, you were talking about this earlier tonight. Like you have ideas, you have thoughts, you have emotions and you put them into writing and it changes once you, it's, it's materialized into something. And as an artist or a writer or dancer, whatever we Sharna's created this book and now it's coming to an existence and it's going to be a thing. It's going to be a real thing yeah. and people are going to experience it. And then she's going to learn from that experience of those people. Um, it's yeah. never ending. Well, that's why I said this phase of it. And I love hearing that she's doing pilots mm-hmm. because, you know, it's so like we can all think like, I don't know, you and I, it's like when we teach we come up with some crazy exercises and now we're like, oh shit, it worked. <laughs> like <laughs> sometimes, uh, and sometimes it doesn't. So it's nice to see that it's working. And um, anyway, like, I think that's really great. But I wanted to ask to see it about action. something with the leader follower. I have this image in my head of like somebody throwing a ball back and forth like you're leading you're following you throw the ball over you get a response you throw the ball back you're it's i i want to read the book i want to learn more about what you're talking about but in my experience it's it's about trying to create a dialogue where somebody's conducting the whether it's your boss or the leader in a couple or somebody giving a speech but there's there is a back and forth all the time and it's allowing the other people to understand that they're a part of it. They're not just following or witnessing. And that's something that the leader can enable or the follower can enable within themselves. We can't just have one role because then the dynamic is not there, you know? And I think of it as like passing a ball back and forth. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I, I agree with everything that you said. It's um, a dialogue and just like in dance, right? There's not like one way to do it, right? Sometimes at work, you just need to do what you're told. Like you just need to do it, like get your work done. Um, and then, you know, other times on the opposite extreme, like there's sometimes you need to say no, like, hey, no, that's dangerous. I'm not going to turn that valve, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Just like on the dance floor, if you see somebody coming at you, your leader is turn the other way, you have to freeze, you know, you're like, no, don't move, you know. So there's a like a wide spectrum and also personalities in there. So by no means is this book like a prescription, like here's how 
you have the dialogue, right? The point is just that there is the dialogue, right? right. And these are yeah. sort of mm-hmm. nine, nine guidelines based on what dancers train in, right? From both sides. There's actually, even though I'm, I'm emphasizing followership, there's a, there's a complementary leader skill for every, every one, right? So like the first one, the, the first followership skill is attentive listening, right? Like mm-hmm. how do you focus your attention, right? Like ground zero, and then the leadership equivalent of that is clarity, right? Like can't, both mental clarity and physical clarity and speak, spoken verbal clarity, right? And so listening to someone, I think, helps them become more clear, right? Mm-hmm. Just like when you speak clearly or communicate clearly, that makes the other person want to listen to you. So they sort of reinforce each other and... Um, you know, you can influence, one influences the other, right? At different times, different contexts, right? Depending on who and when and um, what what matters at the moment. So that's sort of how it's been mm-hmm. set up. I'm not sure if I answered a, the question that you didn't ask, Adam. I don't know if it was a question. Yeah, exactly. You. I was like, oh, that wasn't really a question. <laughs> it's sort of this, whenever I think of lead and follow, it could have one connotation, one one sense like you know the person in front the people behind but then to me it's always more about the back and forth and how you master i i remember a boss i used first time i first job i got in new york i worked at this lamp store and i had this boss who was just really uh, assertive and mean and short and angry and (laughs) i would show up quivering to work and then I quit because I wanted to do tango more. I mean, I moved here for tango, right? And they called me back a couple of months. I forget how many weeks or months later. And they're like, we really liked having you. We'd love to have you come back. And I said, well, if you want me back, then I'm only working on Tuesday and Saturday because I want to practice tango and blah, blah, blah. And I kind of just... Ins- um what's the word like asserted myself because i didn't need the well i did need the actually i did really need the job they didn't know that (laughs) because i couldn't find another fucking (laughs) job but you know they called me back so and then i go back and the same boss is still being and he's just his personality but Mm -hmm. i had asserted myself and now i knew like i had value and they needed me and that's just the guy was just an asshole but once I got to appreciate that about him, I actually got to like him. But prior to that, I was terrified. You know, I did everything he told me to Are you do. Are talking about Chico? Yeah. Oh, Marcelo. Oh, I heard wow, Sharon yell backstab. from the other room. Backstab. <laughs> no, but. You know, I think that's very interesting Adam. story. I think it's a very interesting story because it seems to me, Adam, that the difference was more in your outlook, right? Than the actual oh, like, yeah, for sure. material yeah. happening, right? Like the same manager, the same kind of work, but you had made a decision right, internally that these are your terms and you can accept mm-hmm. this and this is why you're doing it. And you had a, your own purpose with it. And those are all kind of, you know, part of, I think part of what makes a good follower, right? Is like, you know why you're doing something you commit to it, you set the safe boundaries around it, and then you, you're you there. Yeah, and it totally surprised me because I 
did not intend that to be the learning experience, you know? <laughs> but I, but time... once it happened, I was like, okay, I learned. And then I was able to use, you know, that experience in other ways in the future, of course. Mm -hmm. At the same time, something that you mentioned in the beginning on one part of the conversation about the dialogue, right? Mm -hmm. Looks like in the beginning of the story, Adam, there was no dialogue from them to you in order to, to tell, let you know what they were thinking or what they were liking about you. And when the dialogue, dialogue opened, you know what they were thinking and what they were needing mm -hmm. you. So the dialogue as well opened your reformation. Well, the other thing is that we... Mm -hmm. We see ourselves the way we see ourselves. We don't see the, ourselves the way other people see us. You know, that's, and so that view is already skewed. And then we don't see our value because we have self-esteem issues. We have the mirror. We have all these things we've been brought up with, all this baggage. And so unless you're put in a situation to really be shown your value, it's hard to assert your value. And then at the same time, I say we, but I should say I, assume that other people have it right they know what the fuck's going on and we're the ones in the wrong but then you realize we're all fucked up everybody's in the wrong we just need to <laughs> assert what we want and be who we are respectfully of course but <laughs> and i think that's why what she was saying is very I've, important I've, that it's yeah. about listening and clarity mm -hmm. Like two really important things, I think, on both roles. Doesn't matter if you're leading or following. And doesn't matter if you're dancing or in real life. Like if you are responding to your leader, but you're not clear in the way you're responding, then you, you, you are misunderstood. Mm. Or you, maybe you lose and your And maybe value. you don't. In their eyes. Like, I don't well, know. maybe you don't feel like you should have a voice because you're in the follow or role well that's what we're yeah. trying to change and that's what mm -hmm. we're trying to change about the word follower basically mm -hmm. no it's all very interesting and in, as an employee it's... to an employer it's a similar dynamic and until you can assert that or you thought you were asserting it but you weren't being clear like you just said Chico yeah and uh, I think no. we, you kicked out Marcelo. Thank you, Adam. He backstabbed. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. He'll be back. He'll be back. Who's going to translate Sharna for him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Sharna is doing a very good job herself. <laughs> I just like James is here every once in a while. He goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I laugh. Sometimes I laugh. Sometimes. <laughs> James seems like Aren't the mascot drinking, of the James? podcast. <laughs> That's it. That's what I am. Yeah. Oh. Holding it down. Just holding it down. Holding it down. I'm looking through my mouth. <laughs> wire gauze mouth. No, I just, I think, I think, uh, uh, it sounds like uh, Sharna, you've done a very good job of uh, of extrap extrapolating much needed uh, information about how to how to survive in a in a world where we we all need to follow a lot. Mm -hmm. 
you know, maybe a lot more than we want to in a lot of cases. You know, uh, I, to me, that's, that's not the tango world that I was brought into, you know, which is not very far apart from the tango world you were brought into. I mean, I was, I was, I was not taught leader and follower. I was taught the man's part and the woman's part, mostly demonstrated by two men, uh, Alberto Toledano and, and, and Carlo, who's still dancing in LA now. Uh, Alberto passed away. You know, um, and everybody, all, all of the ladies, and, and on Wednesday nights especially, uh, the men that I was leading from the very first week that I was doing tango didn't follow me for shit. You know, <laughs> they, they, they just, they just, I mean, in the follower part, in the follower position, they just did what they wanted. And they told me this was tango. You know, this is, this is what it is. And to me, that was such an extreme departure from the ballroom world that I knew, which was very much leader and follower. Mm-hmm. And it was a huge departure from society in general. And, you know, the last 10,000 years and, and I, you know, in, in the meantime, I've been uh, very much uh, interested in anthropology and I've read a lot of uh, uh, books like uh, the Ohlone Way, Michael Margolin, or whatever. I think we, we've probably even talked about it, uh, Sharna. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know this this idea that leadership is very new to human beings. That in that there are sort of these these alpha primate characteristics, but they're not what they what we think they are, and especially they're not what we think they are in indigenous human populations. Did you hear about this study that was done? There's this, uh, I'm going to botch this, but there's some small villages and tribes in South America where they, they elect their leaders by um, picking, picking stones. So there's like five purple stones and like a hundred yellow stones. And there's 105 people. And if you pick one of the purple stones, you become one of the leaders. So it's not based on if you think you should be a leader. It's based on if you pick a stone. And it turns mm-hmm. out, and then they took this study and they tried it in like a Western civilization, more modern place. And they found that, not this study, but this example. And they found that people that don't think they should be leaders tend to be better leaders than those that think they should. <laughs> And, That's Plato's and whole those point that public, think they're right? supposed exactly. to be great leaders okay. only get followers because people think that because they want to be a great leader, they should be. <laughs> oh, he's yeah. running for president. He must have some leadership qualities or some shit. And then <laughs> right. she's right. quiet and she reads books under a tree. She couldn't possibly be a leader. But then when you give her a leadership role and she has to make tough decisions, um, She's killing it. This this is very fast. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, that, totally. that, but that kind of speaks that can uh, that kind of speaks to my point, and in, in terms of our anthropological reality, where uh, we are we are a pretty special species in how fast we adapt to new leadership. So, 
you know, I might be a really, really good hunter and I might be selected in my group uh, to lead the hunts when we go after a uh, big game, you know. Uh, but as soon as we get back and, and it's time to uh, go harvest a bunch of these specific kind of berries that only come out this time of year, I'm going to, even though I was just the leader two hours ago, I'm going to completely defer to grandma, who is the absolute berry expert, who will tell us where the best, best patches are and how much mm -hmm. to pick before we, we need to back off. And all of this and how to gather them and how not to bruise them, all that stuff. So, so my, my role as leader shifts very quickly and very dramatically mm -hmm. in my daily life. And my uh, acting as a follower is always going to be most of my day, right? Because I'm, I can't, I'm not going to be the leader of all these different aspects of life. Yeah in a normal situation. I'm going to be a follower in most of those aspects of life. And then in something that I specialize in, maybe I'll have more. Of but I feel like role. they're just interwoven. So they're just, well, they're I mean, just, that's, if, if, I, I mean, I hope the, they're the, interwoven, you know, like they would flow yeah. with it, like in and out, like you see where you lead something and then you see where you follow something, but following doesn't mean you're not still leading. And leading doesn't mean you're not still following. Just not at the same time. I mean, I want to underscore exactly. what, what James is saying here is that it's so important we forget that this the idea we have now of the kind of totalitarian leader like, is very recent and it's totally dysfunctional, right? Like there, there are actually scholars writing now in the leadership space that are kind of saying the last 40 years of all this leadership industry talk all the leadership institutes we have it's all bullshit right <laughs> they're kind of saying we, we got it wrong we totally got it wrong so yeah. we need to totally start over the whole idea of the alpha male is like yeah. this illusion based on a sort of composite of several different species that we're sort of imagining together <laughs> i mean the, the so, idea yeah. of the alpha you male know, ruined my childhood because i'm not an alpha male and like everybody was like you're a pussy, you're a little piece of, you know, it's like, because if you're not that, then you're just the rest, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, the thing I yeah, find remarkable, sad. I think about, I know we probably need to wrap this up, but what, here's one like thing I think that really inspired me once I started writing this and seeing all the parallels, you know, outside the Tangle world was that as soon as you acknowledge, right, that everybody matters, right, that there are followers that, like, yeah, we all do follow, like, no matter, you know, who, who, even the CEO, right, follows somebody, um, we're all needing to do that. As soon as you acknowledge it as a role, it completely changes your understanding of what the leader does, right? It mm -hmm. makes it, like, so much better, so much easier, so much more creative, um, so much more integrated. So that's one thing that, I think keeps me inspired to, to do this, you know, even though it's a bit like counterculture right now is that it's not only to empower people when they're in the following role, but it, it changes everything. It completely, mm -hmm. you know, it puts us back into a much healthier understanding of how relationships work. Well, it also just brings empathy. Exactly. To you know, it just brings humanness mm -hmm. to things. And also, like what James is saying, I think was very true. Most of the time, there are so many more moments that you're following. 
And I think that if you recognize those, then I think the empathy that you're talking about, Adam, is like you realize is already there because you're doing both roles all through your life, all the time. Candy's with us now. Yay! This Candy's not Greg. It's Greg. Oh, it's Greg. <laughs> okay. Hi, Greg. I, I'm, Greg. Greg. I'm gonna. You throw... Greg from Nebraska. Hi, Greg from Nebraska. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I know uh, Candy said uh, uh, she recognized. You guys probably know Candy more than you know me. I mean, I'm I'm Candy's husband. That's pretty much it. <laughs> um, you're you're the follower, Greg. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah. But you know, I was going to chime in somewhat from a different perspective on the leading and following thing. You know, more from, I mean, in my work as a physician, in our clinic, I mean, you know, that's a very <clears throat> traditional alpha male, you know, the doctor says everything, um, and you do what the doctor says, and that model is going by the wayside. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we are very much, our, our clinic is what I would always consider traditional family practice, but they're calling it a, a medical home where, you know, we've got care coordinators and nurses who, you know, contact some, you know, somebody, I've got a diabetic teacher who all I have to do is say, you know, Hey, can you fix this guy's insulin? And she takes care of it. I don't have to worry about it. Uh, and, and that, you know, I think a lot of the thing that contributes to that is we get better medical care. But to some degree, there may be an influence because medicine is much more 50-50 with male and female physicians now. And as women have moved into, oh, I don't know, the higher or the more authoritarian roles, it's somewhat changed hmm. because I always get, I always, I mean, I've always gotten laughed at. I work at a hospital where I worked as a phlebotomist in high school drawing blood. And my mom was a nurse at that same hospital. So after a delivery, delivering a baby, I clean up, I clean up the blood off the floor and, and, some of the nurses who didn't know my mom or didn't know me from before, you know, said, why are you doing that? I said, because my mom always told me to clean up, <laughs> you know, to carry the nurses. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, the nurses who worked with my mom and also with me would say, oh, yeah, that's, that's Nancy. That's my mom's name. And so that influence which is less male to some degree and probably is coming more in tango as, as more women are leading and following. Uh, of mm. course, that's all my experience from candy. I think that influence of a woman's touch, I mean, yeah, that might be sexist, but it's true. Uh, I mean, uh, brings better things than just the typical male-dominated do-it-my-way. 
Hmm. And from a physician standpoint, it's a lot easier if I can just say, I can concentrate on, you know, what I need to do. And, you know, my nurse will tell me, hey, they need this, this, and this. And I say, okay, sounds good. And I don't have to worry about it. Hmm. And so that's much more that collaboration. And I think, I think both with Tango and Medicine, it's been an influence of women coming into more, not necessarily dance, but dance leadership roles, uh, which I find interesting. Well, the roles were established just because of, you know, you could say religion, patriarchy, you know, this is going back for a long time. And I think it's just evening oh, yeah. out now, you know. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I hope. I think the, the roles are. I think the. I think the. Then I don't mean to speak like a lot of people might say it's not evening out. Evening out, but the point is, is like, what I think is that gender has nothing to do with who has a better decision in one moment or another. It's just we've been put into this system for you know very long time, two thousand years or more, where men are assumed to be correct and dominant and women are assumed not to be um and we're all learning to to understand that that's just fucking bullshit <laughs> oh but it is <laughs> and i i always like watching candy dance with both you and chico uh in that is watching a collaboration uh and well she's hi candy hey candy Good to hear your voice. Good to see your. Good to see your posts on Facebook. Get closer. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Say Said it's that good again. to see your posts on Facebook. You're being more vocal, and I appreciate that about you. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to be careful while still being assertive, I guess, without. But you know what? You, you're always going to make some people upset. I know, right? but I feel you like you used look... to take more caution and be more self-conscious, and now you're you're speaking out more, and I and I'm happy about that oh thank mm -hmm. you i think i think i don't care anymore <laughs> and that's because <laughs> you don't care in the proper way it's like john lewis said you know you have to make bad trouble but it has to be good trouble you know <laughs> yeah that's true i do care i just don't care about things i probably shouldn't care about as much as i used yeah. to anyways thank you very much <laughs> no I, 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 i'm glad i got to tell you that you know what i you know what i think though you guys i mean i know we're running out of time here never but i think <laughs> you know <laughs> not until next week I don't know. Till it we comes out of my mouth, then I hear it, and then I know what I think. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, but I, you know, I think it's uh, uh, at different level stages in different communities, you know, in different portions of those communities, like like the level of either progressiveness or regressiveness getting back to something that we did a little better when we were hunter gatherers you know mm, something yeah. that, that that we had a little bit more together culturally or whatever uh before the agricultural revolution awesome. you know and uh, i think the business world is is particularly predatory 
I think leader follower diametric in the business world is as extreme as it can be. It's as dom and sub as you get, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and, and I think that the arts, tango included, have a responsibility to be on the cutting edge of uh, either uh, progressing culture or, or restoring culture to something that, is, uh, that, that really works, that's very healthy for our species, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and when I came into it, I, was, I came into Tango at sort of the tail end of the, uh, the uh, Tadaro Bravo era, which was uh, actually a lot more egalitarian than this era of Tango. And we're all fighting to make it more egalitarian now, <laughs> you know, and, and more sophisticated. Uh, but I think that, that Tango goes in these cycles, you know, for the last 100, 150 years, I don't know. You know, it goes in these cycles and COVID is sort of forcing the end of a certain cycle. And we, we all, all of us Tango maniacs have a, have a choice uh, of how we want to take the art form forward and what values we want to carry forward, how we teach our classes, how we use uh, terminology, all of this how stuff. How we use the you know, roles. This is a, exactly. This is, this is a whole new chapter and a whole new uh, saga in the Tango story that, that uh, all of us, uh, 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 really a couple thousand of us around the world are really going to be pushing one way or another. But, you so know, we can, everything is idea. circular. You're going to make me cry, James. Every, <laughs> not again. <laughs> everything is, everything is, is cyclical or circular, as you're saying. And, and I want to get back to Sharna here because what, in, in sort of on what you said about the whole hunter-gatherer thing, it's like we, and in conversation we had earlier about, there used to be a lot more balance, I think, between roles genders play values genders have yeah also stereotypes genders genders are given um and we numbers of genders and period. we come in Just, and we come yeah. and we go back and, and now we're in a place where we're reevaluating all those things again in this particular moment in time um and i guess my my thought is like where does Sharna? Where do you see things in the next ten or twenty years in terms of leader follow dynamics? You know, because because you wrote a book and it's it's a it's an evolving thing. It's 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 a paper bound book. It's going to be you know a physical thing, but it's also in your mind and it's your creation. So, in you know maybe in ten or fifteen or twenty years from now, where do you think this is going to go, and how do you think it might change, and how do you hope it might change? I would never speculate right on predicting where it's going to go, especially now. Um, <laughs> but I can, you know, I, I can say that the reason that I, you know, I, I wrote it, like, you know, because I, I believe that it's, it's possible to open up some more space around, around what we're doing together. You know, um, I mean, I totally agree, you know, agree with James and I love how he expressed it in terms of cycles. I don't think it's it's cycles like for probably much further back than we even have documentation, you know, mm -hmm. this whole human phenomenon, you know, like there were times in which there was more balance, you know, between our energies as a community. There are times when those energies were way out of balance, you know, one way or the other, you know, we can look at 
lots of places right now in our human society where the energies of you know masculine feminine or lead and follow however we want to call them are are way way out of balance you know and so i think there is i'm i'm heartened you know by not only within the tango community but within this sort of emerging academic slash consulting community that's kind of business adjacent because there is so much conversation about leadership followership inclusivity empathy you know future of work like what is what are we doing together when we say we're working together these are really live conversations and i um I'm, I'm really grateful that james said you know we have we have something to offer to that conversation as artists right as dancers mm -hmm. and i'm i my my in my wildest dreams you know i guess i would hope that somehow this work you know whether in the book form or some other form becomes an avenue through which more artists and dancers can enter that conversation, right? Like if, if somehow I, you know, in a year or two from now have lots of companies calling me like, to lead workshops, I'm going to hire tango dancers, you know, to go out and, and teach them and um, bring more, you know, of this embodied wisdom into either the organizational world or the nonprofit world or, you know, anywhere where everybody's working, right? Everyone needs to have more awareness around what collaboration really means when you value everyone and let yourself be fluid with these, these roles, right? And be able to be kind of like, um, yeah, like fluent in both, right? So you can you can step in and out as you as you need to so that the community can do what's best for itself. I I, I love this conversation, guys. It's so yeah, beautiful. Too. One of the things that I agree with you guys is something that I believe in art. Art always is the one who brought new ideas to the to the table even the print revolution there is something that happened before in art that created the print revolution and as well in every kind of breakdown society there is an artist a group of artists that open a new chapter for the society to grow and i i deeply believe and as well i, I I'm, I'm so inspiring for all of you uh, to 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 do these steps like Sharma work, James Ward's, you guys creating this place for the community to to nurture is beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you <laughs> for being part of it. Yes, I think that many one of us, I mean, maybe with Tango Sphere, so they of Sharma work. All uh, and 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 paper concept of paper and democracy is beautiful. Uh, that the, the artists, I, I don't know, if I can consider them as artists, but at least we are trying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 anybody with a voice and a platform. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw today, and we don't have much time left. This show is going to cut off in five minutes, but. The NBA playoffs, the, the players boycotted the NBA playoffs oh, yeah. today. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, like the coaches, yes. uh, some of the Major League Baseball teams. So this, I know, I know we're, we give a lot of influ uh, uh, emphasis to art, to the arts, but... Um, <laughs> Sorry, Adam. Greg is breathing so happily. Uh, that somebody got so, distracted. But, you know... Yeah, man, stop. The first... The first... <laughs> the first... Um, how do I say this? 
in in sports sports were the first place to break any sort of color barrier on a on a national level like that was really popular um and you had like okay you had the salon in paris where they had like the one female painter had a painting on the wall a long time ago and that was a scandal but but in the modern era you know with jackie robinson to to so many other things to to the women's soccer team you know winning multiple world cup championships and now like what happened today um these these guys are these men and women are artists too and they're 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 also contributing to huge huge social changes and they're mm-hmm. they're they're what happened today they're, they're straddling two roles following and leading you know following a construct and then leading a movement and uh this is also a very yeah. interesting thing that i i've been my head's been wrapped around this all day because when i saw that the you know, like these guys have been locked in a bubble to play the playoffs of the NBA yeah, since I since July, it. and then now they're boycotting their own sport in in the name of something. You know, it's they've cut themselves off from their family, and and now they're not even playing, yeah, and it's, it's 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 just really interesting. So the 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 dynamic between leading and following is always changing. You know, based based on the circumstances, and um, it's just a very interesting conversation. And I'm, I'm no, very you me to go to the news, but I know it. Check out this book that Shana wrote because you you kept bringing up earlier, Shana, how there's so many nuances, and I and I want to to read about them because obviously we didn't have enough time tonight to talk about all of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I really appreciate all of your comments and questions. That you know, it just helps my own thinking get um, get clearer and more developed. So um, it's been a pleasure. Mine too. All, I think all of us. Stuff that we always like talk about and think about, and you taking it to a level and to uh, take what you used in Tango into the business world, where like it's gonna reach out to a lot mm-hmm. more people is amazing. I think. So, I think we've all yeah. learned and grown a lot through Tango, like about ourselves and about interacting with people and the dynamics between relationships and the value of relationships um and it's amazing to 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 age and get older in this experience and to get to know what people are doing with it as they get older and to keep learning from it and talking about it oh it's an interesting perspective i mean i've used it to keep myself at at 16. (laughs) Yeah, I was playing you know, you know, emotionally and psychologically. You know, James, I was playing baseball with kids that are like 25. <laughs> and uh, I said, you know, I'm going to be 40 soon. And they looked at me like, what? And I was like, well, yeah, I don't feel that way. But I, do, I do feel that way, like, you know, when I wake up in the morning. But other than that, I don't feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. Like, horrible. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, I get you, I man. I when I wake up around you, you should say. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, for noon drills. Come on, man. Tomorrow's See Thursday. There. Oh, 2 30 yeah. for me. I can, oh, I can yeah. or 2 well, then that day madness. PM for me. Yeah. I think I oh, 3.30. Let's make it. Let's Perfect. Make it so I can make it. Tomorrow. Insanity. 
Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. James's drills. Tomorrow we meet. Marcelo, for you, it's one o'clock. Come on, come on, I'd let's do it. To, let's but do I'm it. I'm gonna be at the waterfall, so I'm gonna be perfect. God damn. Let's Jesus. do it. Right. <laughs> I need a link, okay. James. Go I don't on. find you in Facebook, man. I need some links. I I'm giving it. I'm putting in the number now. I'm putting the number. Okay. I have it memorized <laughs> in my brain. He's, he's bullshitting you. I sent him the link. No, yes, no, you no. sent it, but I don't he's remember. He's bullshitting I me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to look it up. Look it up. I will. I will be, I will be there. Ready to... to there it to is. Look at that. I have no excuses. There's no password, right? Yeah, and look at Mar Marcelo, oh, that no password. Nice. That was my stabbing back. All right. Yeah, uh, <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're we're gonna we're gonna wrap. I don't even know. And now I'm not getting a warning anymore. Like normally, Podbean says like you have two minutes left. Maybe that's another thing they changed. Maybe hey. the there's no time yeah, limit anymore. Maybe we could. No rules. There's no <laughs> rules. Glass, grab the bottom of vodka. Are we gonna test this? Let's see. Let's do no, it. I'm Let's just gonna. Go I'm beyond. just gonna lie and tell you we have to go now. <laughs> That's Rebecca. Potato poodle, is... and she's oh. always there. Sharna, she she comes to Tango Cafe every week, and she would always be there till the and end. And beyond the end. And through oh, all the after parties. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, we can go forever. Yeah. Maybe she's her. the mascot. <laughs> she could, yeah. she could be the mascot. That's for sure. Okay. Yeah, James is the godfather. Hey, wait, what's going on here? What? <laughs> <laughs> I like having him as seeing his photo too. It's. Like, oh, I just got the it's warning. Terrible. I'm not bullshitting you guys. I just got the warning. We have two minutes. Oh, it's already 9.30, yeah. though. Right. What? All right. I'm going to close it down because I don't want to get thank cut you, off. Thank you, everyone. Proper goodbye. Sharna, thank, thank you so thank much you so for much reaching much, out. Lots of love. Lots of love. love. Big love, everybody. Hugs, kisses. Marcello. Ciao. Good night, guys. Ciao. Thank you, everybody. Ciao. See y'all. Ciao, ciao. ciao. <laughs> Marcella is becoming American. Chico. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Thank you for sharing this with me again. Have a good day tomorrow Thank at the waterfalls. You. Thanks. Uh, I'll be in touch. I'll see you in the evening. Yes, we will teach a On class. We were supposed to promote that, but we forgot. <laughs> I, I did my part. <laughs> I'll leave the rest to you. All right. Bye, guys. Take care. Good night. James, I still hear you breathing, but good night. James, James is sleeping now. He's rolling asleep. He's our mascot. He He's a mouth asleep. breather. <laughs>